welcome back to the Film Buds podcast. This is episode number eight, and my name is Henry. This is Brayden. I'm Chloe. And uh, today we're going to be reviewing The Dark Tower and doing a retro review of uh, The Western High Noon from 1952. So it's going to be a good show. And today we're actually joined by a special guest. Uh, he's been mentioned on the show at least like in every episode um but he's serious he's, he's actually here uh in the flesh and uh, that is mr jacob bauer so thank you for coming on man yeah i'm glad to be here um and so yeah we're gonna be doing some reviews we're gonna be also have a few a little bit of mail to talk about not much news this week though which is not much going on in the movie world but um still have plenty to talk about and it's going to be a good show. So, um, how are y'all doing today? Good? Yep. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually kind of missing the, the, the overcast, rainy weather from the past few days. I know. But that's just me. I, I, like... was trying to get into, I was trying to watch all the Harry Potter movies before it got nice again. Well. But I had jury duty and it really cut me off from that plan. Jury duty? Yes. I'm a, an adult. <laughs> I'm, a I'm just, I'm just surprised. <laughs> I'm, I'm older than you, and I have yet to get jury duty. But then yeah, I must have gotten it on my 18th birthday. Really? Yeah, because wow. they, they put you in a little pool, two every two years. And you just got the short stick. Yes. Wow. That's okay. unfortunate. That's very strange. <laughs> my, I guess my, my number hasn't come up yet. Is there anything but, uh, juicy? Any juicy? I'm not allowed to talk about it, oh, Henry. Right. So you, is it a murder <laughs> trial? Are you going to be sequestered? I love a good sequestering. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, Jacob, if you want, just, we've already talked about you a lot, but if you want to <laughs> say a little bit about yourself, background with film, maybe, your biggest wishes, dreams, regrets, whatever you want, tragedies. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Um, currently at school for uh, media studies and film, getting a degree in that, graduating this December, actually. A uh, big proponent of film. I, I try to see everything. I, I don't really avoid any movies just because certain people say they're bad. I like to see everything and form my own opinion. Um, some of my favorite genres are like heist thrillers and like sort of action movies and uh, you know. But I, I love a good like a good horror, a good mystery, a good romance, like whatever you know. But those are some of my favorite genres. Um, some of my favorite movies are. Mulholland Drive, David Lynch, uh, Whiplash, Damien Chazelle, and, and Baby um, Driver. That's yeah, what I Baby Driver, that's right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Snatch by Guy Ritchie. Have you seen you know. the TV show? Yes. How was it? It's good. Uh, Rupert Grant is in it, Ron Weasley. Yeah, he he's, is. He's I'm so glad there's somebody else who likes Harry Potter. I like Harry Potter, bro. No, you don't. Yeah, I do. I've seen I all my like, movies. I like Harry Potter as well. Yeah. I'm just not a Potterphile. Then you don't. It's fine. That sounds <laughs> wrong. I don't. Is that an actual phrase? People say I'm a Potter style. So. Really? Yeah. Wow. No, okay. it's like Potterhead. 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 That sounds yeah. kind They're of more bad. funny. Yeah. That sounds a little more jokey. Potter file sounds <laughs> creepy. What about um, uh, if you're a Soderbergh fan, I'm a Sodberger. <laughs> That's not Sod a thing. Burger. I think that's a thing. Speaking of Sodberg, you're probably the only one anyway. 
But are you are you excited about Logan Lucky then? Big heist fan. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, I I'm a big Soderberg fan anyway, but yeah, I think Logan Lucky looks really good. Channing Tatum is underrated. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you there. <laughs> Channing Tatum is underrated. If you saw him in uh, Foxcatcher. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. so good in Foxcatcher. Amazing. Um, yeah, I'm a big Soderberg fan too. I just hope you know he's he did Ocean's Eleven, Twelve, Thirteen, and he's going back to a heist film. And, we are dealing with science here. <laughs> <laughs> you got positive and you got negative. But um, yeah, I'm no peeking. <laughs> we could just we could just quote the trailer all day here. Let's do that. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm I'm sort of excited, but I kind of wonder has he already played himself out with the whole eleven, twelve, thirteen? No, I don't think so. No, I think Logan Lucky looks vastly different from the Oceans movies. Yeah, you know? yeah. The Oceans are kind of like high-rolling business heist or whatever, and this is like, what, like a, a picture of Redneck America or something? Like, they're yeah. robbing a NASCAR race. It's yeah. like, no, who's done that? No one. <laughs> Nobody that I can name. So, yeah, by and, name, no. I mean, it's got the usual Soderbergh everybody wants to be in his movies kind of thing. It's uh, there's Like Woody just, Allen? Yeah, there are certain there are certain film, yeah. filmmakers that are like that. Well, Woody Allen, and I was just thinking the Coen Brothers, mm-hmm. right? Did you see Hail Caesar? Oh yeah. I mean, everybody in Hollywood was in friggin' Hail Caesar. Channing Tatum as well. For that he's, he's great in that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So Soderbergh, he's he's got a big cast. Mm. I'm excited. I only I like every other movie of his. I think. Really? Every, like every. Okay. <laughs> Not so, intentionally. So like Contagion. Hated it. Yeah. Uh, Magic Mike, amazing. Okay. Oh. Or, I don't know. That's not the <laughs> I don't think that's the order. No, it's not. No. I probably like half his movies. It's more fair. Side effects? But they seem to alternate. Yeah, I like side effects. You like side effects? The Informant is amazing. See, a lot of people don't like The Informant. I'll have to watch it again. It's No, see, the first time I didn't like Why it. For, and I'm And now it gets better every single time I watch it. Okay. So, Maddie. For me, for me, Traffic is still, I think, his best. So, I just... I, Brilliant film. Yeah. So. Also, he gets on my nerves because of the retirement thing. Just stop talking. Yeah. Just like don't, go away if you want to. You don't have to. Don't, know. don't dig yourself into a hole. Yeah. He, he, he's back though. He's, That's my point. Stop yeah. doing it. All right. Oh. <laughs> he's retired like <laughs> twelve a, times. Uh, Michael Jordan. Okay. We'll he used tell to him. do that, didn't he? Well, Michael Jordan. Michael allowed. Jordan. I'm retired. Now I'm back. And, uh, I'm retired. Now has I'm Michael back. Jordan ever made a movie? Yes, Space Jam. Yeah, dummy. Space Jam. <laughs> yeah, directed. Yeah, has has he directed? He none made at all? He the didn't. movie though. Without him, it'd be nothing. What about yeah. Space Jam Two? Who's excited? Uh, yeah, I have no interest. Really? <laughs> it's okay. It's directed by Justin Lin, who's I not that great. Space Jam. Oh, I it's, I, it's, it's fine. I like this Fast and Furious. So why he's doing a semi live action animated? I mean, what is this? Is it basketball again? Yeah. Yeah. Who knows. I mean, see, I these are things that are under my radar, like, and that's intentional. Mm-hmm. Like, my ra- I cut my radar <laughs> off at a certain point, and then anything below that, I just don't. So I had no idea that they're doing another Space Jam film. If Michael Jordan made a like directed movie, I'd watch it just on principle. I would too. Yeah, I kind of feel bad for him also. Maybe he's Why? got some home movies. <laughs> we can ask life. him. Yeah. This is a shout really out to Michael Jordan. If, if you've got any home movies, Mike. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> send them. Send them over to us. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, for a minute there, I thought you said Justin Lin. I was thinking in my head. I thought you meant James Wan. 
No. And I, was like, I was like, what James Wan is a great director. If James Wan did <laughs> I was like, what Space Jam 2, that would be interesting, actually. <laughs> oh, yeah. But he's doing Aquaman. Yeah, oh, good. That's true. Yeah. Well, clearly his taste is too good for Space Jam, then. So yeah. There, there's a big conundrum. Space Jam or DC film? Which DC. would you choose? Space oh, DC. DC. DC? Really? Yeah. Okay. Well, Wonder Woman was a step in the right direction. So. Yeah. So just, I mean, Justice League looks like garbage, but <laughs> yeah, uh. it's got this weird humor, but like, it's like Marvel's already established itself as their sort of fun, colorful, campy universe, and right. DC already established themselves as the dark and gritty universe, and obviously they're trying to change that, but like way too quickly. So Justice League has all these weird jokes in it that don't seem to sit right, you know, from the trailer, like Ezra Miller. Making Ezra Miller's jokes. Oh, he looks. Oh, it's awful. Yeah, he's he's, the Flash. Yeah, yeah. His oh, the, yeah. the look. Of the Flash is terrible. He's like. Hey, uh, hey, hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> he can do, he can hey. do no wrong. <laughs> he's um, so good. No, I, I like him in uh, Perks of Being Was Wallflower. Was he in the poster? Yeah. You know, I went to the premiere of that movie. Wallflower. Yeah. Nice. I like it. I like him in a uh, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find. Yeah, you do. So do I. Of course. Mm. Jake was my new favorite. <laughs> <laughs> You're coming on for every show. Now. <laughs> Fantastic Beasts was better than I thought it was going to be. I was ready to hate it, but I didn't. I wasn't ready to hate it, but I also didn't hate it. Didn't hate it, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, one thing I do want to mention, we were talking about Soderbergh. So uh, potentially, still don't know yet, but if we ever did, because we had a question a few episodes ago about maybe doing an extra show a month that would be available on the website, if we did one anytime soon, it would probably be Soderbergh. And so maybe do four or five of his movies, and it'll be available on the website. So stay tuned for that, but that's still maybe a long ways away, but if ever. But just wanted to let you know, that may be happening. So. <laughs> um, oh, I'm feeling better, by the way. It's nice. Oh, yeah, that's right. You weren't well for a few days. You yeah. You take a few days off terrible. work, even. Yeah. Charlie oh, you was, did? Charlie, yeah. Charlie was super thrilled about that. Yeah. Charlie's my favorite. I love Charlie. Charlie's I good. Charlie's, Charlie. a, Charlie's good people. Um, but yeah, I, I had both of my days off last week. I was sick. I missed two day, or two days of work. It was terrible. I'm sorry. Terrible. Yeah. Charlie, they filmed Benjamin Button in his hometown. Oh yeah, he he always makes a point of mentioning that. Oh. <laughs> and uh, true and True Detective. First season yeah. of True Detective. Baton Baton Rouge. I don't know. Because I know yeah. I know he's from New Orleans and I know he's lived in both Baton Rouge. And, Hi, Charlie. And, <laughs> Charlie's not ever going to listen to this. Louisiana, and he's lived in both New Orleans and Baton Rouge. But, uh, yeah. What if he's your number one listener, actually? He ain't. He's, uh, yeah, he's my manager. I don't know. <laughs> and he said he was like, oh, yeah, I downloaded it. And so. I believe that. I, he's I, downloaded he's it. I've, I've listened to every episode. Downloading Thank and listening you. are very, very different. I have, I have it, it, but <laughs> yeah. Then again, I lived through them, so I didn't. And I, I don't. Yeah. I don't need to be shell shocked by actually having to listen to myself. It's. It's. I really hate listening to myself when I'm having to edit it, yeah. and like listen to some of it. But, yeah. You know, it's my my cross to bear. Yeah, I'll edit your podcast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hire me. So here, here's all the stuff. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I don't know if there's too much else going on. Anything going on in your lives that you want to mention? Not in particular. What about you, Chloe? No. I'm not allowed to talk about anything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> how's, how's your sister? Good. 
Cool. <laughs> okay, okay then. Are she in jury duty as well now? Or? No, that'd be pretty nifty. We get along. But no, she's... No. no? Okay. Nope, I'm the only one in my family to ever have it. Really? Yeah. That's... It's pretty impressive. <laughs> I don't know. I was going to say <laughs> unfortunate, but... Let's talk films with jury duty in them. Oh, 12 Angry Men's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that's, that's the one He's like one of my favorite to. directors. Ever. What's his name? Sidney Lumet. Oh, right. Lumet, whatever. I do like 12 Angry I got the Criterion. Oh, it looks great. You know whose favorite movie that is? Charlie? <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. Of course it is. <laughs> is, it, is it honestly? Yes. Okay. I was just asking. Now, how do you know this? Were you looking at like his Tinder profile or something? No. No? Okay. Just... <laughs> I mean, how do you know these facts? Is there it's like a Wikipedia. bio out there? Probably on Wikipedia. He does, he does interviews and stuff. People. He does. Yeah, he's famous. <laughs> yeah, it's weird. He's he's like the only actor that does them. <laughs> um, what are these interviews you see? <laughs> YouTube. <laughs> hmm. Well, that's cool. That's a good movie. So. It is a good movie. I, I like Dog Day Afternoon better though. I've seen it in yeah. school many times. Yeah. I love yeah. Dog Day Afternoon. Yeah. Interesting concept for a film. And, mm. I mean, One take on the phone call. Really? Yes. That's wow. impressive. I know. Yeah, I've, seen, I've seen quite a few movies over and over again because of school. Uh, I, I've never seen The French Connection, but I've seen enough mm. scenes from it to have seen the <laughs> Oh, God, this guy, this teacher, um, great teacher. No, I'm not going to... If he's listening, sorry. But you're a fantastic <laughs> teacher, but we would watch, like... He would show us the French Connection chase scene, oh yeah, and like every class, I'd be like, okay, I get it, looks yeah. cool. <laughs> that's <laughs> like that's cool. like every professor. So if they're all listening, they won't know. They yeah. won't know who you're talking right. about. Yeah. Um, I've also seen plenty of scenes from The Social Network without actually having. Oh, oh, it's amazing. I don't like it. Why, <laughs> Chloe? It's not boring. It's, boring. it's about the invention of Facebook. It's about technology. It's Fincher. Venture. Yeah, I know we've been over this. <laughs> <laughs> and Jesse Eisenberg gets on my nerves. Really? Because he plays Jesse shit, Eisenberg. <laughs> yeah, I know. Ugh, He's good. Who's, in... the, who's the person who looks like him? Ignore me for another second while I try to think of it. Okay. I, I, I actually... I certain things I'm skeptical about Jesse Eisenberg, but I actually quite liked him in, in Social Network. I did too. Actually, Zombieland. He's I liked him a lot in Zombieland. The first time I saw him. Him yeah. and, this isn't really related to Zombieland, but I think him and Kristen Stewart have an amazing chemistry. I always love those two in a movie for yeah. whatever reason, you know, because a lot of people are down on Kristen Stewart. <laughs> She's one of my favorite actresses. She's and, actually pretty good. And her, her and J- Jesse Eisenberg just, just pair so well together. Yeah. Well, I like Adventureland. I went to Adventureland. It is nothing like it was in the movie. I was so mad. I, Brutal. yeah, I saw... <laughs> I was really upset. <laughs> I liked Jesse Eisenberg a lot in Adventureland as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was really spectacular. I did enjoy American Ultra. I haven't seen that yet. I, yeah, I haven't seen that one. I it's didn't, good. you know, Podhead Secret Agents. Okay. Hmm. <laughs> um, I mean, you pretty much hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, I know it is then. Yeah, I, I like. I actually kind of like Kristen. I think she's a pretty good actress. Um, Clouds of Sils Maria. She. I think we mentioned. We're this still before. talking about this. Well, she. She. She <laughs> won not, a big award. Do you not for like it. Kristen Stewart? 
Do you not like her? Is it because it's? I mean, I'm not like a. I'm not like a. No, fan I boy. think she's. She's okay. I recently saw Personal Shopper. Oh, that's a good one. It's great. Yeah, yeah good one. Uh, yeah. She has a shaved head yeah. now. We just already talked about it. Yeah, so does everybody. I don't know why that's a thing. Well, Man, they're all they're all copying and me. bleaching your hair. Yeah. No, they also bleach it. Well, so because there's a little bit. You I know, don't bleach left. my. I don't bleach my head. Yeah. <laughs> you should try. <laughs> but um, yeah, just don't ever read or listen to an interview with Kristen Stewart. You literally, this is not deja vu. This already happened. Oh yeah. <laughs> The stare of Brayden is giving us I don't know. What, what already happened? We've already talked. We, we talked. I think we, literally we said um, she's the, like, the dullest. Yeah. I have no. airhead. What? Mm-hmm. I haven't had this conversation. I oh, haven't. I, I, can't, I can't emphasize this enough. I mean, I'm going back to it because <laughs> it's just so astounding. Get ready. <laughs> no, that's it. I'll just leave it at that. Okay. I'll just leave it at that. All right. Yeah. Go, go back, back to, to the archive sometime. Yeah, the hardcore listeners will know what we're talking about. Yeah. Um, the true fans. Yeah. Of our seven up, <laughs> or eight them. episodes now. Yeah. Hello, true believer. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, they're our buddies. Get it? Yeah. The film That's buddies. so easy. Yeah, they're our buddies. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, do y'all want to have anything? Y'all want to get to some reviews? Sure. Yeah, sure. Does anyone want to talk about the Dark Tower? Yeah. Uh, I guess. <laughs> what? Uh, is that what we're doing today? Yeah. That's oh. what I heard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's unfortunate. Um. Oh no. Yeah. Just. All right. Is this like a reversal of last week, where you hate, where you loved the movie? And oh. The, I hated oh. It? I will mention this before we get to it. So, uh, a ghost story has gone down slightly, and so I'm worried that it was this is me. A, I just kept clicking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm worried that this is a. An opposite of King Arthur Legend of the Sword, where I walk out really liking it, yeah. but in a few months I hate it. Whereas, or I, I, I love it, like yeah. I did with King Arthur, but now I'm worried, what if it slowly goes down to a half star like you gave it? Yeah. I'm worried. <laughs> Dang, that I'd, be, was I'd be curious. <laughs> what's, what's the half life of a ghost story then? Like, you know, how long does it take to go down for About two minutes in. So, <laughs> so King Arthur was. It was at a one or one and a half in May when it came out, and now it's at a four. I put it at a four right away. Me too. We disagree. Me too, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> so I love Guy Ritchie. I just can't. Me too, Jacob. <laughs> um, so yeah, I'm worried, Chloe, for my safety. About I'm a ghost sorry. story. And my just watch it a few more times. Yeah. <laughs> That's but maybe what if I shouldn't? Oh. Then never yeah. watch it again. Just put like a nice memory. Buy the Blu-ray and just. On your shelf like I went back, it's it like, like all my Blu-rays, pretty much. Yeah. I buy it's them like I went back to my elementary school for goodness knows why with my friend like two years ago, and it was crap. Like I remember it being beautiful. So just don't go back. Ghost story is gonna be like your elementary school. Yeah. If you watch it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. But also, my elementary school did age a decade, so that might have something. So to watch it again in ten years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Okay. Well, with all that settled, let's uh, we can jump into a review of uh, the Dark Tower. Three and a half. Okay, that was rather sudden. So Chloe's um, Chloe's done. She's out. <laughs> She's got to go. Oh, yeah, Thank you. Bye bye. Have a four or five. It's out of five, Chloe. Uh, okay, three point seven five. Woo! All right. Really? Yeah, but I also think I just really, really want to love it. I do too. That's so very generous. We'll get into it. But, um, uh, all right, but we've got a clip, so take a listen. 
is over, old friend. Everyone you ever loved has died by my hand. No matter what you do, the tower will fall. Death always wins. So The Dark Tower is directed by Nicolaj Arcel, stars Idris Elba, Matthew McConaughey, Catherine Winnick, Abby Lee, and Jackie Earl Haley. And this is a really long plot synopsis, so I'm sorry. But So the IMDb plot synopsis is the last gun singular, slinger, Roland Deschain has been locked in an internal battle with Walter Odim, also known as the Man in Black, determined to prevent him from toppling the Dark Tower, which holds the universe together. With the fate of the world at stake, good and evil will collide in the ultimate battle as only Roland can defend the Tower from the Man in Black. <sighs> I think it's and just Tom Nick. Taylor, the little kid is in it too. <laughs> Tom Taylor. Tom Taylor plays Jake. I think it's just Nikolai. I don't know if it's Nikolaj. Nikolaj. <laughs> I what if he's listening? Yeah. He, he, he could uh, be. He uh, send us in hateful, hateful emails. <laughs> yeah. Um, and. Then we can sign. By hands we can sell on email. Yeah, I was going to say, make sure to send, send actual letters on stationery and sign them. Yeah. yeah. Then we can eBay them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, well, I guess I'll. Actually, no, uh, Jacob, you're our guest. You can, you can go for it. Oh, okay. Um. I, I gave it a three out of five. I thought it was kind of kind of middle of the road. You know what? What surprised me the most about it was with all of the broad mythology and source material. You'd think that that this would be a gimme. You'd think this would just be like the most amazing movie ever. But gimme. they just sort of like <laughs> I don't know. They they just sort of they just sort of went pretty generic with it. I thought you know even like that plot synopsis. It just sounds like the most generic golden age hollywood plot synopsis i've ever heard and like it's it it kind of reflects that on screen you know i think idris elba is definitely the best part of the movie you matthew mcconaughey comes in like a close second you know the kid's not too bad but uh the whole the whole like good good and evil struggle they they just sort of genericize it it's just um i was sort of bored most of the time i think is the biggest emotion i brought out of out of the dark tower was was sort of just being bored you know, uh, I did enjoy the, the action scenes, but a lot of the stuff in between was just kind of a slog. So, I mean, it, it just, it's not the worst thing I've ever seen, but, you know, it's not the best thing I've ever seen. I, pretty unaffiliated, pretty mediocre, pretty pretty just right down the middle of that road. That's mm-hmm. how I feel about The Dark Tower. Yeah. Um, so, for me, it started off, like, horribly. I thought it was the first act... Sorry, Chloe. She's rolling. No, I'm up. trying to remember the. No, it's it was, like how people it was look up when the, they're flashbacking. It was all about the kid, like it was and him having his breakdown. It was just so the every all the acting was so bad. It was really poorly written and edited. Like it was just spending time with like him getting bullied at school. Like, and especially since you know, okay, he's gonna be transported into this world, and there's gonna be this whole other thing. Like I don't, don't bother with that. It just felt all the supernatural stuff that was in the modern regular world felt completely out of place and it just had no set tone or drive and it was just felt like it was just jumping from one thing to another and the the writing for like in terms of characters bonding was just not good like Catherine Winnick giving her son a fist bump and be like see you after school (laughs) and it's just like stuff like that is just brutal and mom's never done that 
No. You actually. don't do like uh -huh. fist bumps with no. your mom? No. My mom no. might have a secret handshake. I just say bye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it just felt, and a lot of pretty poor effects. And, but what? then. What? Just hang on. Uh, they yeah. weren't bad. They weren't awful. They were better than your stupid door and ghost Well, that's, that's, yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah, sure. Um, Somebody had like a telestrator and John Madden to that door in mm -hmm. the ghost story. Over here, we're going to put the little door. <laughs> yeah. And, but then it started to kind of find its groove a little bit in the rest of the movie. And I kind of had fun with it. I definitely don't think it's amazing and it. I'm much more excited for the TV show. Yeah. I see the potential a lot in it. Yeah. I um, to be in the TV show. I like the kid, but he won't be. No. It's, a pre it's the actual books. Yeah. <sighs> but I loved Idris Elba, like Jacob was just saying. I thought he was awesome. Matthew McConaughey was kind of hit and miss. Really? I think just some of the writing was off. Like, it just... It just wasn't that great, and but I mean, I he just also looked like a John and Cash impersonator or something. Like, oh, I loved him. I don't the know. Uh, the McConaughey lisp was very apparent in this movie. Huh? I didn't yeah. even notice that. The whole yeah, it's a snake thing. I like yeah. that too, uh, though. And but I mean, for the most part, again, like towards the the end, I think it I started to like him more. And that fight scene was cool. Yeah. <laughs> And, oh, I should have my notes here. I forgot I had them. That fight scene from the trailer it was good. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no spoilers then. <laughs> um, and I did like the, uh, the look of those, that, tr the tribesmen that attack the village. You know, they have like those black, those black masks. Mm -hmm. And I really like that visually. I liked the Idris Elba's, I thought from the trailer it was going to be bad, but I liked his speed loading. Yeah. Like the, you know, the visually that, that was pretty awesome. And the scene towards the end where he's jumping from floor to floor, it's like in a shopping mall or something, is amazing. He's like kills 20 people. He's just like... It's not a shopping mall. I don't know. It's, it looked like one. It's a big part of the movie. Okay. <laughs> it's an other world shopping mall. Yeah. It's the interior of the Dixie Pig. It's a Dixie Pig. Yeah. Oh. Well, it was deal. it was an underground sort of a subterranean layer for all of the little yeah. evil okay. animal people hybrids that were the lackeys for Walter O'Dell. Shopping mall esque. <laughs> all right. It was the a shopping... multi tiered skin replacement. <laughs> yeah. Shopping mall esque underground lair where he's shooting a bunch of people is is amazing. I love it, um. and. I oh I love the hospital scene. I thought I was gonna I hate liked it. it too. Going in where it's like a fish out of water sequence. Mm -hmm. Idris Elba is amazing in that. And they play my favorite commercial where they have that the the raccoons. It's oh, for Geico. Oh, that's a real commercial. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's and it's just like oh yeah, what are you doing? That's garbage. And then it's just it's, it's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, they're like what? Oh, the people are coming. And then it's amazing. Yeah. I saw, I, they have that clip for that in one of the ads or one of the trailers and i thought that was going to be horrible mm. but it, it was just it was brief it got its it went in it did its couple little jokes and then it was done and moved yeah. on so that was actually i thought kind of uh endearing a little bit mm. and um, i i like the relationship between the boy and the the gunslinger yes yeah. me too i like that a lot best. but i just wanted need more of that well that's that's what i've read the whole series a couple times now and I have listened to the first book in the series, uh, The Dark Tower, and I have listened to the third book in the series, The Wastelands, 
multiple times on DVD, on a audiobook. CD, on audiobook. Yeah, driving back and forth between Georgia and here. Um, it would take me what they did to the books. Here we and go. Listing, <laughs> listing everything that they got wrong, butchered, massacred, destroyed, wore down, decimated, um, in order to condense all this down into a 90 minute film. What they did to the book, it would take me longer to list all the various problems than the film itself is. Maybe we'll do an, uh, an extra show. Or just bring it. Yeah. <laughs> Point one. <laughs> I mean, you can't. This is a huge series, and it's it's like it's like a Harry Potter series. It's like a Lord of the Rings series. You can't. Yeah, yeah. You mm-hmm. can't tackle it in just one film. Yeah. That was a which weird is, way to go. Yeah, which is why I'm hoping, cross my fingers, knock on wood, that this TV series actually gets off the ground. I think yeah. it's officially going. Yeah. Is it okay? Because they got one of the Walking Dead showrunners to ha- yeah. to helm it. So. Because that will actually give it the forum in which to to do everything. Now, um, as a film, it hit a lot of the major themes, a lot of the major plot points that appear in the novels, but it cuts so much of the important stuff out of, uh, so much of the important subject matter, the important ideas, concepts, uh, and most important, I think, relationships. Yeah. I was like, how do the they books. know each other? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a, two two of the absolute pivotal characters from from the novels, uh, Susanna and Eddie, who are uh, actual trained. He picks them up on on Earth in different time periods, and then trains them to be gunslingers. And Jake, he picks up, and he trains Jake to be a gunslinger. Um, but. Uh, Eddie and, and, and Susanna don't show up at all. Uh, his relationship to Walter O'Dim, the man in black, uh, much more convoluted. Uh, you find out in the fourth book of the series, was in Glass, that they had a, a, sort of a previous run-in, although Walter was in a different form at that time. Anyhow, I'll try not to, 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 to go off on the side with too many different things. That's but okay. looking, looking at this as a standalone film, I thought it was interesting concept. It was innovative, at least. Mm-hmm. It was a different... I mean, okay, yes, everybody's done billions of Stephen King properties. I can't even think of how many different Stephen, been a lot. Stephen King properties are now films. But um, this one, at least, was a different... It was, it was different. It was new. It was innovative. It wasn't just sort of a rehashed property. Mm-hmm. Um... And I like the fact that a lot of the effects were more sort of practical effects. They had a little CG. Mm-hmm. He had the one fight with the demon that was CG. Um, what? <laughs> I thought that was all that practical. That wasn't a puppet? I think that was a guy that in was, a suit. Yeah, it was, that was Jim Henson back there. R.I.P. You saw what fights Kermit the Frog. <laughs> he fights Kermit the Frog, yeah. There's a huge twist in this movie, by the way. Um... Actually, it's it's funny that you mention that because if you actually read the novels, uh, there's references to, to Harry Potter. Yes. There are references <laughs> to Star Wars. Lord of the Rings, right? There are. I think there are. Yeah. Didn't he say it was like his version of Lord of the Rings? It, I mean, good the time, Dark the Tower is like the uh, Sauron's tower in Mordor. In, in a sense. Mm-hmm. In a sense, it is. It's, it's, the whole point to it is it's, he 
he works on a meta level. It's really interesting. And one of the books, so The Wolves of Kala, he deals with this whole thing about uh, if you've got different realities, then why are these other novels not potential realities? And it's 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 a whole interesting thing. I mean, Stephen King's books, uh, um, they touch on so, so much stuff. I mean, it's a seven-book series, and they touch on so many different things, and it's really fascinating. And obviously, you can't cram all of that into a film, which even if he went totally, you know, balls out Michael Bay, look at my two-hour, <laughs> 45-minute film, you still couldn't cram all the important stuff it, in there. I thought it could have been like half an hour longer. Oh, yeah. I wanted to look at all the cool stuff. Yeah. Well, well, so well Chloe, what did, I, you, well, you already gave your star rating, but yep. what, so tell us your, your thoughts. Oh, I thought that was sweet. I feel like it was supposed to be more of a, like compared to Harry Potter, like I was 10 and I was 9 when the first movie came out. And like uh -huh. I read the book before that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they're trying to start it with that age group. Like in my theater, it was me and a bunch of bunch of 10 year old boys. Yeah, well I was, so. I was talking about earlier, before we started the show, there was this group of kids who were laughing hysterically. They loved it. It's great. But it was almost like not a good type of laugh. And also they were screaming at times. Like, Rrr! so <laughs> that was my impersonation. <laughs> Tell the managers to kick him out. Managers are always looking. No, for the manager there is garbage. I've heard so. Oh really? <laughs> oh, what if he's listening? <laughs> no, I know his name is Thor. Oh, Thor. No, yeah, don't, don't, don't go to him. So if I dare, I dare not try. If it's one of the other assistant managers, Tiffany, I think is her name. She seems, <laughs> Tiffany, she I'm seems coming, pretty good. I'm coming to you. His name dropping on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a, a Chapel Hill gossip <laughs> column, essentially. Yeah. Uh, but, Chloe, go on. I liked it. I just looked at it the way I kind of assessed what it was going to be like mm -hmm. and took it for what it was. Like a more or less, a less mature movie. It was kind of action-y, kind of for, like, kids to relate to or whatever. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I cried. <laughs> Whoa! Wow, really? Yeah. Shed water. It had some. It had some sort of dark, grim fairy tale esque qualities yeah. to it. Yeah, the which, which I like. Again, I the guys running it. around in the skin, and they have the loose yeah. skin, and that's kind of creepy. It's like the classic thing now. I would have liked it more if it was like a mini series or something, because you can delve into it more. Mm -hmm. Well, what kills me, and I mentioned this already, is the fact that that so much of what makes the novels great is the relationships between all these people, and Roland helps you know he pulls these people from our earth from different timelines Susanna he pulls from the 1960s uh Jake he pulls from the 1970s which obviously <laughs> the representation of Jake in the film is Bit different totally different totally like this is yeah. not the Jake that that is in the books yeah. like they just completely rewrote the the Jake character mm. was he the same age yeah Approximately, Jake in the in the novels I think is a ten, eleven, twelve, somewhere around that age. So they're like not too kid. far off. It's supposed to be his friend. Yeah, they're not kid. too far off there. But the Jake in the novels, uh, his father is still alive. He's a horrible coke addict. Uh, TV so I can station see why executive. They didn't put that in. <laughs> uh, well, his Stephen mother King. is is uh, sort of an cool. alcoholic. Um, what's the word for? A woman that sleeps around. Flander you use for men. Do you use that for women? Promiscuous. Saying? Promiscuous, thank to you. To be yes. delicate. Um, he's mostly raised by, I think, what is it? His his Jamaican <laughs> nanny. 
What? Classic. Jake. Yeah. Because oh, his parents are both just horrible. Anyhow, the point is... Man, he I has want a, a Jamaican nanny in He this. has a horrible home life. He's pulled <laughs> into... Like meet the parents. He's pulled into Midworld by Roland. And Roland sort of becomes a father figure for I mean, him. That's basically what happened. They just made it more accessible. Yeah. They, they cut it up and squished it down in order to do this. But then also the way in which Roland... Uh, associates with Eddie and Susanna and, and the problems they have and then the three of them obviously provide a, sort of a family for Roland and you see Roland sort of softening up and becoming more human Is this like Doctor Who? <laughs> sort of like in a Doctor sense, well, sense. Jacob, have you read any of the books or you just go, kind of went into this cold? Uh, yeah, I've not read the novels. They're quite good. Yeah, I'm, I want to. Yeah, I've I've read about half of the first one so far. Yeah. And I like it. It's... I won't. I won't give you any spoilers for it. But again, the Walter in this film is the Man in Black is very, very different. Yeah, that's oh, what really? I hear. I hear that. Yeah. That oh. people think in the movie they make him sort of like this weird magical supervillain, but he's not quite that in the books. No, he's not at all. And in, in is it fact, because he's matured at this point? This no, he's now a spellcaster. <laughs> he's he's what's referred to as a sorcerer, but the, the the magic you see him doing, it's more like a con man. Okay. He's able to sort of he's more like an empath or something like he's able All to right. pick up on what people want and manipulate them. Well okay. To, well, I don't want to say oh. They kinda they hit on that a little bit. But it's it's In more sort level. of well yeah, but it's more sort of practical magic as opposed to this one where he's really like going full out towards the end Darth Vader and like Lovely. I'm using the force to throw giant blocks of stuff at you, you know, and you're mm-hmm. kind of going, uh, okay. Um, <laughs> I thought Matthew McConaughey was super good, though. No, I liked Matthew McConaughey a lot. Yeah. I, I liked him a lot. Idris Elba was amazing. Mm-hmm. He is, yeah. he is Roland Deschain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He is. He, there's just, I really, honestly, cannot see another actor portraying Roland Deschain. I'm trying to think of the other ones. They were thinking about Daniel Craig. What? No. I can't remember the other oh, one. Oh, oh, uh, oh, uh, Daniel yeah. Craig. I like Daniel Craig a lot, but he's not rolling to shame. Yeah. He's, he's in Cowboys and Aliens. He is in Cowboys. Yeah, and he's Aliens. in Cowboys Another and Aliens. Another brilliant film. Harrison Ford. Ugh. And uh, uh, Olivia Wilde. Uh, yeah. What happened to her? She's uh, she's still kicking. Tron. Tron. Yeah. And, and no, her. she made vinyl. She, she was in her. Oh, I liked vinyl. All kind of stuff. I, she, uh, she's married to Jason Sudeikis. So. Yeah. Life is is rough. Well, Jacob, uh, I mean, yeah. (laughs) What's some other? You have any other stuff about the movie? Uh, Yeah, uh, you know, now that you mention it, I do think that it's it's a weird choice they made to sort of just make this one movie because because yeah, like I didn't really like put that together in my thoughts, but you said oh yeah, it's like a seven book series, and I was like yeah, like you know like it, it doesn't make a lot of sense to try and put that in in one movie and and I think. Two, one of two things could have helped this movie succeed more. One, if they had geared it less towards high-budget children's entertainment mm-hmm. and more towards a more mature representation, that might have helped a bit. But I think what would have helped the most is if, yeah, they, they had sort of kept it with the, I guess, like sort of like action-oriented Disney film sort of feeling thing, but like actually went more in-depth and broadened it out into like seven or eight films you know, which which can be a blessing or a curse, you know, depending on how it's handled. But I definitely think that would have helped. And and I know I've mentioned this to, to a few people, but a movie that I, I think might end up like this, and I hope it doesn't, is Steven Spielberg's Ready Player One. It's coming out Ugh, soon. Because I hate that, book. that book 
It's good. <laughs> <laughs> Hated that book. I haven't, haven't read Hated it. Hated that book. I, 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 but, 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 I feel um, like it's good if you're a boy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if you're a girl, it's rude. It's full of pop culture references. Oh yeah, well congratulations. How do you go I met him actually. He came to my school. He came to my school and I was like, Have you have you talked to any like females about the book you wrote? And he was like, Nah. I was like, yeah, thought the, so. The author? <laughs> yeah, Ernest Klein. You talked to him? He had a DeLorean, yeah. He came to... A, How do you meet all these people, Chloe? You're living the high life. Yeah, no, he had a DeLorean. I was like, dang. You're, you've, okay. Yeah, this is, is that... I know. Ernest Klein. I liked Ty Sheridan, though. No, I'm sorry. Read, I've gone I, so off now. I hated that book. That's okay. It's like the least... I haven't read it either, so... Or I haven't read it, so... Yeah, I, I don't know. It. But Jacob, go on. <laughs> Well, yeah, it's just, uh, I mean, it, it's <laughs> it's sort of similar, I think, just because it's, like, based on a really popular book, and, you know, it's, it's getting its own film and directed by a, you know, it's, it's, it's going to be Spielbergian, I just, I don't know, I'm, I'm worried it's going to sort of end up the same way, because they could make it really good, but it could also just be mediocre. It's um, already super different from the book in the trailer. Yeah. You know. I mean, they, they, they changed Fucked. a lot, but, you know, it's, it's, it's so difficult to adapt page to screen. You know, and I know a lot of people disagree with this, but I think Christopher Columbus did a perfect job with that on the first two Harry Potter movies. Yeah. Because he, he literally, like, brings the book to life, and people say it's, like, yeah. bloated or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's just, it's, like, after the second one, they, they, they take the book and just, like, punt it across a football it's field, like, and they're like, different. all right, let's make a movie. Yeah. Let's make a movie based on these notes that my like aunt's cousin yeah. wrote <laughs> having read Harry Potter. Yeah, no, it's true. The, the first two are super on point, and then like oh. motif and everything See, too. One, well, no, Jacob and I have talked about before. My favorite of the series, because I mean I've read the books. Let me but guess. I can I can even see how your mouth is shaped to what movie you're gonna say. I think. Um, but so I've read the books, but it was years ago, and so it doesn't Isn't really. The Goblet of Fire. No. Really? No. You strike me as a Goblet of Fire kind of person. Well, I I, I do like it. I at just times. mean basic. I do like I do like it at times. <laughs> Which one's your favorite? I'm getting. Sorry. Gotta, <laughs> Stop I, interrupting. I, I gotta create the narrative for this. Um, so. So it doesn't really bother me that they change stuff. It usually just doesn't. Um, but. My favorite is Prisoner of Azkaban. That's my second guess. That's 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 second my favorite guess. as well. And that's Jacob's RC. least favorite. <laughs> well, really? They, it's all it's yeah. in terms of just cinematically, I think that's the best one. Yeah. It's most yeah. well directed. It's well, I the, think I think it's your favorite because you're looking at it as like a movie, yeah, not yeah. as a Harry Potter movie. You know, because like Alfonso Cuarón is an amazing director, obviously, and like he makes a good movie, but like he's not faithful. That's what bothers me. Hmm. Yeah, it's true. Because you got to know your audience. Like, we know what's going on. We've read... We know Alfonso. We've been in this world about a thousand times, so you can't uh, really... Yeah. That's why I feel like the Half-Blood Prince more. That's my least favorite. That's my least well, favorite. Well, I mean, probably. I don't see, you know, if, if if you know the Harry Potter canon and you're that, that familiar with it, you're going to see those differences. Yeah. But he stayed at least relatively true to the sequence of events in The Prisoner of Azkaban... And doesn't change massive things. Yeah, it's not. Whereas the Dark Tower is seven books condensed yeah. into ninety something minutes. I think they just didn't have faith in it or something. Like I feel like they could have gone. Well, see, for that's a thing. Wait, somebody Azkaban or the Dark Tower. No, the Dark Tower. Oh. See, that's the problem. I think somebody asked last week. 
Yeah, uh, why they aren't successful. Yeah, why are yeah. certain films and I right. mean this is this is very much to that point, I think, is that they had this property. They paid money for this property. They wanted to do something with it. It's been but they didn't want to give it a huge budget because they were obviously wary of it not doing well. I think it's like it was like yeah. sixty or seventy million. Yeah, budget, I mean so it was it was a pretty shoestring huge, budget. Drop in the bucket. Yeah, it's yeah. a pretty shoestring budget compared to to some of the budgets out there these days. And so Sony cannot get a win. Like they've been every movie <laughs> yeah. they come out is just flopping so hard. Spider Man was good. That was done by Sony. Isn't Spider Man owned by Sony? Yeah. Oh wait, no. Spider Man Homecoming. Of, it's like partially Sony. It's partially it's right sort of now. Weird. Yeah, yeah so because yeah, they had right. to. Take Besides Homecoming, everything else has just been... Well, maybe it's because they don't believe in themselves. Probably not. This could have been a several Well, it was, what, in production thing. for something like seven, eight years? Yeah, there's all kinds yeah. of stuff. It's, and it's, so, like they, it's like they kept the skeleton, but sort of just ignored like the essence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. they've got, like, it was, oh, it's like, oh, they've got the character names and the Dark Tower and, like, the, the names and places, but the heart... Is there's just, nothing really there. It yeah. doesn't make an appearance. It was J.J. Abrams... Well, and then it, it was JJ. Oh, dr- oh, direct to yeah. direct it. Oh, that's and cool. And then yeah. he was like, "Oh, I'm too scared to do it because it's my favorite book." And then yeah, no yeah, joke. Here. Yeah. And then it was Ron Howard who wanted to do a three, <laughs> who wanted to do a bunch of movies and a TV show. Of course. Yeah, and they probably said no. <laughs> and he and still I mean, produced that's, it. That's that's the problem with with this is that again it probably suffered from too many people passing through. It was too, too many, good. There was too many too cooks good. spoiled the broth. There was a. We were, Jacob and I were talking about this a little while ago. Uh, they At one point, they did some test screenings that were so poor or poorly received by the audience that they were considering replacing Arcel as the director. Yeah, but it's mm. too expensive. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, it's clear, clear. I don't know if it was Arcel's fault or not, but it's clear I, that there's been a lot of mismatch of ideas. And I don't know that it would, be, would have been his fault because, I mean, I you, give, you give somebody, okay, here's seven books. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. Seven books. Uh, can I do multiple? Can I do this over multiple films? No. <laughs> How much of a budget do I have? Oh, You've got like one tenth of the budget that they use for Marvel. Uh, okay, so I only have one film. I have a puny budget. You know, I, I'm surprised he that he was kind of a weird choice. Yeah, I must say, looking at his. History. It's bizarre. Yeah. What else has he done? He's done a the royal affair and the, the wave. girl with the dragon tattoo. Wait, he, he did the first one, the original one. Yeah, the real really? one. Really, sure. the Swedish? Uh, no, no, no. Oh, are we talking about the director? Or did I <laughs> space out? No, that yeah. was uh, Niels Arden Oplev, I thought, who did the original dragon tattoo. Anyways, uh, but yeah, I mean, I feel like I would be curious to read maybe the original script or. Maybe see an original cut of what this movie they was. They burned it's, it. <laughs> it's gone. Yeah. It's, That's my guess. Uh, oh, 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 I know. But I mean, like, in just in terms of how much it's changed. Mm-hmm. He, he did it, write The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, he wrote it? Oh, you make me look stupid. Yeah. I was, said he was You're directing it, bro. Oh, I was talking about writing. said directing, oh. bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, hmm, I'm trying to think if there's other things that well, I... It just... It is so short that, in a way, I was like, oh, that's kind of nice. It's super short. Because every movie now is two and a half hours. And yeah. so I was like, okay, that's kind of nice. But then when you start to think back about, it just feels like a missed opportunity, really. Well, and, that's, that's what bothers me the most, I think, about it. Is even setting aside my knowledge of the novels. And watching the film, I, like, I appreciated a lot of the choices that he made, <laughs> that were made from the directorial sort of standpoint. Um, 
it was more practical effects. There wasn't an excessive amount of CG. As I said, there's just the one battle with the CG and then the small embellishments like his mm-hmm. his reloading tricks and his gun tricks. <laughs> and gunplay. Um, you know, there's some stuff in the in the in the fight towards the end, but it didn't strike me, me as just excessive overuse. Obviously, you know, budgetary issues probably played into that considerably, mm-hmm. but rather than having like giant CG evil looking animal people walking around it was just let's put a lot of makeup on them and make mm-hmm. them scary looking uh, uh, oh, one thing is I don't know how many of you have played this but it felt a mix between Skyrim and Fallout 4 at times where it's this western like apocalyptic world and I almost got like a kind of a video game feel which was kind of cool actually I liked yeah. usually I don't but I felt almost like a apocalyptic video game or something yeah. which was interesting the the one problem that I had, which comes in from them chopping up the, uh, the <laughs> novels so much, Gesundheit, is uh, it feels like so much of the story is sort of slapdash and quick. It seems like they just sort of like chop things up, slap together in, in a very uh, expedient manner. And so it feels like there's so much of the story... <laughs> which is just sort of dropped out and you don't know what the hell is going on at times. Mm-hmm. And so it feels uh, way too quick, way too fast. You know, again, the relationships between people, which are sort of the, the crucial thing in the novels, almost completely drop out. You see a little bit, a bit of it between Jake and Roland, but not nearly enough. And the whole relationship between uh, the man in black, Walter O'Dim, and the gunslinger, yeah, that was empty. For yeah, me. almost completely drops out. It's a, oh, you killed my daddy. Now I'm gonna kill you. Uh, yeah, that's 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 it. That's mm-hmm. it. I mean, the the long history between these two guys isn't explored at all, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of there. But mm. well, Chloe, do you what what else do you have anything else about it? No. No. <laughs> Stephen King liked it. Oh, that's true. He did. did. Yeah, he he said that he he did. Or he's just super sweet, which is kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, he ripped apart The Shining. So I mean, yeah, that's true. Oh, you don't know about that? Oh yeah, he hates The Shining. Yeah, because that's actually he he. That's what was like. He hates a lot of the changes that were made, and so really, yeah, yeah, he likes this movie, but maybe he's just softening up after his almost died. Yeah, could be near death experience. You know, he got hit by a van, right? Yeah, and then. What? No, no, I'll, I'll let you finish this. I'll let you that sounds so comedic. Like, yeah. you know, you see a movie and they go flying. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Yeah. Go, go on. He was hit by a van and then there were rumors that he bought it so he could, like, bang it up, right? I don't know. Like, <laughs> you mean, like, out of, like, an anger thing? Like, yeah. A, oh, that's or cool. Or something. But he didn't buy it. His wife bought it so nobody would sell it on eBay as the van that hit Stephen King. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> you know, uh, an interesting thing about Stephen King... And I'm sorry if you're listening, Stephen. But, uh, yeah, there's we got a lot of celebrity this, listeners. <laughs> there's this film titled Maximum Overdrive that uh, is awful. And it's yeah. about, it's, uh, it's got Emilio Estevez from mm-hmm. uh, The Breakfast Club. Anyway, it was directed by Stephen King, as far as I'm aware. And uh, it's, it's, it's just about, like, some sort of, like, alien virus or whatever. Like, making a bunch of, it's like Transformers. You know, <laughs> it's like a bunch of like cars come to life and stuff and start killing people. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's horrible. But Stephen King said that he uh, 
It's like his biggest regret is directing that movie Aww. and that he was uh he was like on cocaine the whole time. And uh <laughs> and, like that uh Steven. that that movie is, is infamous for uh like like several people died during the making of the movie from like <laughs> on on set accidents and things like that. Oh my god. So uh, like like extras and, and grip people like so like died because like a car like blew up or something. I don't know. It's it's a very Oh they died very, on set? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah they died. Well, there was that walking dead of the movie. That Walking Dead stuntman that just recently was killed on set. Really? Yeah, it was uh, I guess a month ago. Oh, and by the way, Jacob's having allergies, so <laughs> he's not crying. He's not crying like horribly or anything. He's yeah, like, he's just having allergies. Yeah, he's just having allergies. So, so emotional. Yeah. So if you hear noises off, you know, that's what it is. But we should put in a little clip of Woody Harrelson from War for the Planet. <laughs> so emotional. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, but there, I think a month or a month and a half ago, there was a Walking Dead, a stuntman on The Walking Dead who, um, he fell from some structure, I think, and he was killed. Mm. Oh, and so, sad. yeah. I don't like that show. I've, I, it's I, not related, I, I guess. I used to, like, in the first three seasons, and I haven't. Yeah, it got, right. it's gotten, it's gotten just, just terrible. You mentioned that a Walking Dead show when I took over the Dark Tower series. Which one? It's, I can't, it's not like, the, <laughs> it's not like the big one. It's not Frank. Darabont. Yeah, it's not Frank Darabont. It's, a, it's, one, it's one actually I haven't heard of, but they said it, he's a Walking Dead okay. guy. Because depending on who, who it is, you know, it, it has the potential to be terrible. Oh, yeah. So yeah. so we got to be careful here. <laughs> yeah. As long as they get Elba back. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, like the, the Walking Dead is just, it's gone off the rails. Yeah. It's Elba gone completely like off king. the rails. Huh? He's so cool. I hope that he, I hope he's James Bond. He's not gonna be James Bond. Oh, why not? He doesn't want to be. <laughs> but he's got, he, he hates Marvel. Because he he was like in Thor or something. You know? oh, yeah, right. he played. Uh, oh, he's Heimdall. The, he's that yeah, guy, somebody yeah. with the helmet. He hates Marvel. He's, yeah. he's, he thinks comic book movies are like dumb, and he thinks like all the executives Heck at yeah. Marvel are like a bunch of assholes. <laughs> nice. I mean, yeah. He, well, he he's got the Elba charm. That's what he I call does. his uh, charm. Just the be Elba like, charm. if you're describing the, the Dark Tower, be like, it's not that great, but it's got the Elba okay. charm. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, he's so he's, he's saves, almost. What? He almost saves. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so, it's... He's my favorite DJ by far. What? What? <laughs> Is he a DJ off cam? Yeah. Or off... Have you met him at a party? <laughs> Did he come to your school? That's does, the question. Does he have a, um, a usable ice cream truck? No. <laughs> like a... I mean, not that I know of Rupert Grant. Rupert Grant, Not yeah. that I know of. But no, he's a DJ. He has a really big deal. You know, he said he's... Um, he recently divorced from his wife, and he said he's never getting married again. Yeah. It's unfortunate. Wow. Big words. That's what my dad I'm sorry if you're listening. Though, but he got married again. <laughs> Idris, Stephen, we're sorry. Yeah. And his wife. She probably had sore spots for her, too. Yeah, she's like, I thought we were just getting sorry divorced. You know, sorry wife. to ruin your life. <laughs> yeah. Hmm, interesting. I wish he would be Bond, but I'm, I doubt he will be. But Craig is going to be... Oh, yeah. Another person who was up for the role was... Christian Bale, and that is like mm -hmm. Matthew McConaughey against Christian Bale is stupid because they're like they're very similar. Talking about the man in black, right? He was up for no, he was up for Idris Elba's part. Oh, okay. that's my point. Yeah. I would have been well, weird. He's awesome, so I mean, I wouldn't have been against that, really? but I think I think Idris Elba is solid against Idris Elba. Is he's oh, well, he, he is he's Roland the guy. He's I mean, the if you read the books, you you know Roland Deschain, you think Idris Elba. Mm. I mean, honestly, I. He, there are lots of good actors that probably could have pulled it off, but I don't know if they have 
They just, I mean, the elbow charm. The elbow charm. <laughs> they just they have the elbow charm. Yeah, that elbow charm. You can't have that without. If we could, yeah, if exactly. we could just bottle that and sell that. It's like, mm. it, <laughs> but, like uh, but, elbow charm, sent like for drink. men. <laughs> yeah, but, but Daniel Craig. Come Roland. Uh, Daniel Craig kind of went and went crazy about about playing James Bond. I know, but he's and doing then, it again. He's but super then, yeah, excited. He's doing it again. It I think they have a knife to his throat. He's like he's he's like going off about like yeah. something like he said he'd like kill himself. He yeah. said he would no, he'd rip his fingernails he'd, off. I, I thought he'd slit his wrists. He's yeah, like, he did the last stuff. That's he's, brutal. And then also, <laughs> and we know it's pretty much just money. Like they offered him like ninety-eight yeah. million yeah, yeah. to do two more, and it's just like at this point boring. we know. Has he been bought longer than any other? No, 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 no uh, Connery, Connery, okay. yeah. yeah, at least, and then there might be the other guy. Well, he, he might be Connery. Who knows? Keeps Maybe. going like this. Maybe. I think they have like his dog hostage or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's. Why? I'm just curious why he hated doing the Bond films. No, I mean, I, I, don't I think, think he's he, just tired of them. I think, yeah. He, yeah, that's the thing. After like doing Spectre. He also he's doesn't done... respect the character. Well, the, the, the first three films. That would do it. <laughs> the yeah, first three films were, were awesome. And I mean, that's yeah. something to be proud of. But then Spectre was just. Well, see, I didn't hate. I, Skyfall I thought, was was good. Yeah. Skyfall was brilliant. I, I thought Spectre was better than Quantum Solace. Yes, I really? Mean, when, no. What yes. was the first one that he's been in? Cas- Casino Royale. So it was Casino Royale, Quantum Solace, yeah. Skyfall, Spectre. Spectre. Is, that, is that it? Yeah. Oh, I thought he'd been in more. No, no. But just those four films. He's, but so I feel like at this point everyone's gonna know he's not invested. Or he's, mm-hmm. he 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 would rather be doing something well, else, then, pretty much. You know, that'll be that'll be the sign of whether he's a true professional or not. Yeah, is, is how well he does with the next. I just hope they don't go Spectre. I hope mm-hmm. they learn their lesson and said, okay, we got to steer clear from this this crap. Let's let's, <laughs> and let's go more the the, the Casino Royale Skyfall yeah. route. Let's get Bay in there. Let's just <laughs> <laughs> let's get some giant freaking ass robots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm curious about who's going to direct it, though. That could be could be anyone at this point. So it's been knows. kind of the same. Could be guy, Steven Spielberg. Like, I mean, it's Steven been Spielberg. Sam, Sam, Sam Mendes. King. Yeah. yeah, he's done the last. He two. was married to Kate Winslet. Oh really? He directed Did, her in Revolutionary, Revolutionary Road. Road. Celebrity gossip column: Chris Pat and Anna Faris recently. I know. Oh no. Anna. Yeah. Yes. Like I give Anna. a shit. I was hoping <laughs> they would be the next uh, Brangelina. But. They are. Well, they te- have technically, been now. They, they divorced. Yeah. Were they? Wow. Sorry dating? for listening, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> were they even dating? I didn't know they were dating. They're married with they're, they're married. children. They're married. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. They're all lovey dovey, man. Yeah. I but... watch movies, not the E channel. Oh yeah. <laughs> Me too. I don't watch the E channel. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Kate Wentz has been married four times. Oh, really? Never to the right man, though. Well, she's still a Deca- uh, best Leo. friends with DiCaprio. That's yeah, they've been best friends a lot. And he gave her, he walked her down the aisle. This is like my big thing. I think they should be together pretty soon. Okay. He walked her down the aisle to her wedding, at her wedding. He gave her a ring that's inscribed and nobody knows what it says. Uh-huh. Drama. All this stuff. Drama. You remember when Leo won an Oscar, she like, she cried. She cried. She, she they hugged. Like, she was the one he hugged. I'm telling maybe, you. Maybe they've, Leo's they've, her booty call. <laughs> <laughs> they've, How dare. They, they've got it for each other. They're, they're they're in love. They're in love. And I don't even like Titanic. They're just great for each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, any other thoughts on the Dark Tower? <laughs> no, it was solid, kind of. Not really. That about wraps it up. Yeah. Huh. Brayden? Any, any final? Uh, no, I think that's about it. I could go on for eons, but but I won't. Uh, I'll just say that that I think it was. 
as much as they tried to fit the important source material in there, I still think it was a bit of a disservice to the original source material. Is it better than a ghost story? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, maybe they'll re- reboot it in a few years with a different director and yeah. they'll make it, make it a they should try again. series. They'll they hire Peter Jackson show. or something. Yeah. Too. That'd be good. That would be good. We have faith in Dark Tower. Get Pete. Yeah, just, yeah, just, yeah well, I have, I have, just so long as they get Idris Elba back. I would, I would so yeah. much rather see a sequel to this than most other and Yeah, exactly. I, so. uh, I actually quite like Matthew McConaughey as well. I as, love him. I think he, I didn't he, like, he'd be doing great work. I didn't yeah, like sure. how they wrote his character in this, but I thought him his portrayal of the Man in Black yeah, was quite good. Yeah, I think it was mostly just some writing. I did not yeah. like the writing for the character mostly. So. Yeah. yeah, I think Matthew McConaughey pulled, pulled sort of like a like a Channing Tatum, and in, in my mind, where he used to be in all these like rom coms and things that people didn't really respect. Reconnaissance. Uh, and now he's just shot way up into into like the here's a good actor. Sort he's of an category. exact Zac Efron, you know. Yeah, and, and and everyone, <laughs> everyone. That's your example. No, I'm kidding. I, oh, <laughs> no, Zac Zac Efron's done some. Have you seen it any price? The paper he's, boy. He did the paper, which is yeah, good. I'm not like hating. We are your friends. Hmm? We are your friends. It's, it's, oh, I, I never saw that. Isn't that like one of the lowest grossing movies of all time? Probably. I, I like it. <laughs> I know, yeah, I oh, yeah, nothing against the movie, but I, I think it broke some like records. Of, well, yeah, and, and, and Matthew McConaughey, like in, in you know, Chain Tatum and actors like that, they're, they're doing great work now, but everyone sort of just remembers how they used to be, and they're like, oh, you know, they don't, they don't want to accept the fact that now they're good. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I, like Adam Sandler is someone <laughs> that, like, has a few good movies under his belt too, like Punch Drunk Love. I love it. It's a great movie, and that that movie everyone's talking about that he's that he was in. Uh, oh, it can. Uh, what's it called? Uh, I can't think of the name right now. Men, women, and children. No, it's like a. Grown ups too. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh. What? Well, what you think? I mean, he he did get a standing ovation at Cannes this year for the. Movie he was in the that's Noah Baumbach movie. Talking about yeah, it. I don't know the name of it, but I he like got a, yeah, but he got a standing yeah, that's, ovation that's there. The for, one, that's the one that everyone says like, oh, like Adam Sandler. Like if you can if you can get Adam Sandler to care about acting, then you're gonna get the best out of him. You know? Yeah. Adam Sandler has said that he's like, yeah, I I like making money and going on trips with my friends and just making movies for fun and I don't you know I don't give a shit. But like mm-hmm. if you're someone like Paul Thomas Anderson or Noah Baumbach and you're like, oh, I'm gonna bring out the best in every actor I work with, and you get these sort of cheesy actors that don't make a lot of quality stuff and you get like the best out of them and then it's really kind of stunning when you go see it mm-hmm. in the theater. Yeah. You know, and Matthew McConaughey to circle it all back around I think has accomplished that with True Detective, Interstellar. Killer Joe. Yeah. Killer Mud. Dark Tower. Mud. That's a good one. Yeah. I liked him a lot in Free State of Jones. Everybody's going to give me shit. Uh, because oh, no, I, mean, I didn't dislike him. Yeah. Yeah. It was just an awful movie. I, I, I liked the movie I, and I, I liked I, him in it. I, I liked him in the movie. I just found it very boring. Yeah, I liked him for the part I was awake during. <laughs> I literally was asleep. And again, time. like we said on the last show, good beard. <laughs> oh, good beard. Morning. Civil War beard. Yeah, yeah, Civil War beard. Scraggly. No, I love him. That's it. I was going to, it's fine. Oh, did you see the Sea of Trees? Yes. What'd you think? I like, I like him a lot. I, I, I enjoy the Sea of Trees. I liked it to an extent. I mean, it's not amazing, but. Yeah. I got a 2.75 out of 5. Same. Oh, yeah? Maybe a 3. I think I was at a 3, yeah. You know, I, I the beard gets I found something to like yeah, about. Yeah, five out of five beard. But <laughs> man, that all those air horn things looks looks like a meme now. The air horn in the sea of trees. You remember when when he's just sort of like <laughs> there's blowing the air horn in, oh. in the sky and he's like oh he's like yelling. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like, <laughs> 
you haven't seen that movie, which I don't think anyone has, but <laughs> no, I haven't. It's not Amazon. Has anyone seen it's, uh, it's a uh, Gus Van Sant movie? Oh, it's a Gus Van Sant. Okay. Have you seen Gold? Yeah. No, not yet. Yeah, it's. I was. I right. saw it. He looks. He looks weird in the movie. Well, I think he's supposed to. Yeah, uh, he gained yeah. some weight, so good mm-hmm. amount of weight, so. Christian Bale's doing that again. No, not Christian Bale. You know, Christian Bale was going to gain a lot of weight, but then he dropped out of that movie. Uh, Christian Bale treats his body like a trash can (laughs) for for the movies. Yeah. Somebody's doing it right now. Because I I remember reading something about, he talked about his training regimen for American Psycho versus Batman. (laughs) Yeah. And he didn't actually put on a lot of weight for American Psycho in terms of muscle, but he got like cut mm-hmm. like a lot of really good definition and then for batman he said he actually had to gain a ton of weight mm-hmm. he had to he actually had to put on like major muscle yeah and if you look at him in that versus american psycho it's it's one body type which is just like big muscly versus mm-hmm. versus american psycho where he's just him. like abs and sinew and the whole thing and you know of course he was also much younger mm-hmm. i remember what, what it was but there was like i think it was like um, oh my god, what's that Oscar winning movie that he's in with, with like Matthew McConaughey and Jennifer Lawrence? Uh, American, American Hustle. Hustle. Yeah, American Hustle. Is that, I think, Matthew you know, because he had to gain. Oh, he's not in that. Not in that movie. I'm sorry, I'm thinking no, Bradley, Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Oh, sorry. Bradley Cooper. <laughs> the bad version of Matthew McConaughey. Bradley Cooper looks like Matthew McConaughey in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I think he, he had to like gain a lot of weight for that movie and then like immediately turn around and gain a bunch of muscle for the next Batman movie yeah. or something. So I, it was, know, he lost like record amounts of weight for like the Machinist. Yeah. Like yeah. He's gonna die. Well, actors actors do that. Like, like Anne Hathaway. It was Christian Bale. Uh, yeah. Anne Hathaway talked about like almost dying, like losing weight for a film. And I think it Jared for, Leto. That was for Les Mis. Yeah. yeah. Jared Leto gave himself gout for like losing <laughs> losing weight for a film. Like permanently he just has like a deter- like not terminal, but he has he has like a permanent disease from like losing and gaining weight for movies, you know. Hmm. Like, it's not healthy. Don't do it, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Any aspiring actors if you're listening, don't if, if someone wants you to gain a bunch of weight for a movie, yeah. don't do it. Yeah. That take, was take a, the other movie. That was a remarkable thing is if you actually see Christian Bale in American Hustle, he's got that huge gut. That yeah. was actually yeah. him. Drank a lot of beer. Jude yeah. Law's done it, Colin Farrell's done it, a bunch. Yeah. Gotta kind of metamorphosize yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, I just, I the just solution keep is just make them women parts and then get pregnant ladies. <laughs> yeah. So if uh, That's, anytime, yeah. anytime you get a movie, just get so pregnant. <laughs> what? Yeah. Julian so. Moore was pregnant during the Big Lebowski. Wonder Woman, uh, not Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot was pregnant during some of oh, Wonder she's Woman. Oh, she, yeah. yeah, she's great. Great Wonder Woman. Great, great lady. Great beard. <laughs> <laughs> great, uh, great lady, great beard. I great. like most of the casting choices for uh, for the Justice League. I like most, but I like Ben Affleck. I like Gal Gadot. Oh, I hate I think him. I think Henry Cavill looks like a like he looks like a he looks like Superman, but Henry Cavill himself is a huge ass. So is he? Oh, really? Yeah, I'm sorry if you're listening, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> is he really? Yeah, no, he's. I didn't he, know. I don't. Know, he's on record saying like he. Yeah, I think I've talked to you about this. But he's on record saying like he doesn't care about acting or something. I don't huh. know, like. I don't Weird. know. Maybe we talked. We talked about. Oh well, he did say. Um, sorry, we're getting way off track here. But yeah. um, <laughs> tangents. He did say one of the reasons he was enacting was for the money. Like he's he says yeah, yeah. he liked being able to buy a nice oh, car. No, don't tell Russell Crowe. <laughs> oh, Russell Crowe's worse probably. So that's true too. Um, Never mind. He's he was in. No, I'm not going to get into that. And I wish I knew who anything about the guy playing Cyborg, but you know, he's he says he was a stage actor. Sure actually, we won't know. Oh, that'd be good then. Yeah. That's dedication. 
You ever, yeah, everyone says like like oh like stage actors can't perform on screen, but then they you, you can. look at like all of the UK, like every UK actor is like Shakespeare yeah, trained before they them. go to the movies, mm. and you're like oh they're all amazing. So, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. So, uh, what are y'all gonna give Dark Tower out of five stars? <laughs> Man, I'll settle on a three out of five. Three for me. Yeah, same. I. Point two five. I sort of vacillate between two and three. Like, sometimes I get super cranky about what they did to the source material, and then I'm two, and then sometimes I look at it <laughs> as a standalone movie, and I think three, because at least it's it's different, it's something new, and yeah. I like the use of more practical effects. So it's hard to say. I'll just, I'll just split the difference and say two and a half if I can get away with that. I'll let you get away with it. <laughs> I've given it a 17 out of 2. I feel what like is it, What does the jury say about yeah. two and a half stars? <laughs> yeah. I can't talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so with that down, we can get into a review of High Noon. And we've got a clip for that one, too. So let's take a listen. I guess you all know why I'm here. I need deputies. I'll take all I can get. You must be crazy coming in here to raise a posse. Frank's got friends in this room. You ought to know that. Some of you were special deputies when we broke this bunch. I need you again. Now. Things were different then, Kane. You had six steady deputies to start off with. Everyone a top gun. You ain't got but two now. You ain't got two. Harpel here says he just quit. So High Noon is directed by Fred... Zinnemann, Zinnemann, and stars Gary Cooper and Grace Kelly. And the plot synopsis is, Marshall Will Kane, personally compelled to face his returning enemy, Frank Miller, finds that his fellow townspeople refuse to help him. Um, And so, Brayden, you hadn't seen this before, right? No, I hadn't seen this before. What did you think? Um, I always... It was probably going to lambast me for this, but I always find it difficult to watch older films. Uh, yeah, you're gonna get some. You're gonna get some criticism. Oh, yeah, sure. always find it difficult to watch older films. Um, the pacing, the acting, uh, how, the cinematography. How old are we talking about here? Like 1950s, 1940s, 1950s. He's fine with the 1930s. Yeah, he loves the jazz singer. Yeah, I can no. tell. Go but I, I, I always find the acting a little a little stilted. Um, the pacing is always tends tends to be very slow. There's a lot of pausing in the dialogue. Um, it Gross. doesn't seem natural. Hmm. Um, that being said, I think a lot of the stories are fascinating. Perhaps you know I'm probably just spoiled from living in an era when yeah. when when you know actors. Uh, directors, writers, all these things have been pushed forward uh, technically to a point that it's just, it's it's a machine now. It's a business. They can really crank these things out. Whereas mm-hmm. um, back then, um, I don't know. I mean, I, I wish I knew more about this. Perhaps one of you guys with, with the background in film could discuss this more. But um it it wasn't it wasn't like a massive money making uh, thing. They actually cared about art then. Yeah. So. No, I don't think that was it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I 
I just want to say something real quick. Um, I, I think that just has to do with the fact that, like, you know, today we certainly still have movies that are purely for entertainment value, but but a lot of movies today I think are supposed to be, like, we're supposed to, like, self-identify or like supposed to be, like, a reflection on, like, real life or, like, feel natural. You know, you're supposed to look at an actor on screen and be like, oh, that's a person, not like, oh, that's an actor. You know, and I think back in back in that era with High Noon, you know, 1950s era, like, Golden Age Hollywood, every movie was purely for, like, an entertainment purpose, and the acting was supposed to be, like, overblown. You're supposed to be like, oh, this person is entertaining me. I'm not supposed to believe that, like, this really happened. Yeah. You know? Like, it's, it's supposed to be, like, this sort of, like, entertainment thing, and I think that's why it feels stilted and weird is because that's what everyone wanted. That's how they thought you should make a movie. Yeah, well, I mean, in, for example, like in the Great Depression, or during the Great Depression, there was like an up, uprise in movies just so people could have a an escape yeah. from everything. Yeah, and so divert their movies were almost from... like insanely cheerful and happy, like a bunch of musicals like Top Hat. And or wait, no, that was actually after <gasps> Love the Depression. Love Top yeah. Hat. Yeah, after yeah. the Depression, though. And, wait, yeah, right? No, well... No, no, was, no, no, no. When no, no. was Charlie Chaplin? Uh, f- ten, tens and twenties. Yeah, and thirties, actually. He was he, yeah, for a he while. Was. But okay. yeah, I mean, Pat was the late forties. Like early thirties. What? Look it up. Oh, I shouldn't have said late forties, it's true. Whatever. And, but anyways... <laughs> 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 but yeah, so it, uh, the movies like that were made almost in a... For a, a real purpose, which is yeah. interesting, because now you don't really have that. I mean, people are obviously like filmmakers are going to make a movie for. That's what's for themselves, we, though, too. Yeah, it's like here we want ghost story. Yeah, like we want to make a fun a fun movie or a really dark movie, and but during then it was like a keep people going, an, almost like a necessity, almost. Mm-hmm. And so, I think that's where some of maybe that different style comes from, because people had that purpose, and then, and also it was just kind of coming into being and so it was just a lot of different types of people and yeah a lot of stage actors i'm sure well that's, grace kelly yeah and, and grace kelly who's amazing well it's uh, the films all seem very sort of grand and overblown mm-hmm. in a sense as i said the acting is over the top and, and you know all the very long lingering shots of Who people's faces now? yeah what the heck <laughs> <laughs> but what? um I mean, it's it's very obviously sort of an aesthetic or stylistic thing mm-hmm. of back then versus now. Um, I just, I, I, I don't know. There are probably several different reasons as to why that is, and I can't think. One thing I, I, I'd say that I loved about older films is the writing. The writing yes. seems so much better than a lot of stuff now. Like, it's so much more clever and, like, something like Rear Window, which is, you know, is technically like a thriller, but there's so much good comedy in it, mm-hmm. and it's so well written. Grace Kelly, and Grace Kelly, who's <laughs> a, 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 a beautiful lady, um, Princess Grace of Monaco. Yeah, she. It's like movies like that are just so much better constructed and simply constructed, and you wouldn't think that a movie that's all in a back, you know, behind a apartment, you know, in a complex would be interesting, but it's fantastic. Yeah, and then. But I mean, Jimmy Stewart is. You I get, love him. Huh? You love Jimmy Stewart. I like Jimmy Stewart. I also like Jimmy Stewart. Yeah. But you just. Do I him. do I seem like I love him? Yes. <laughs> okay. Oh, well, fair enough. <laughs> All right. He was the first person you said when you said if you could keep anyone alive or whatever for another hundred years. Oh, I said Marilyn Monroe. 
after you said Jimmy Stewart. Oh, okay. Listeners, go back and look. <laughs> <laughs> At uh, the thrift shop, they have a giant poster. <laughs> what? A giant frame poster of Jimmy Stewart if which, you want it. Which thrift store? For the Goodwill. He's going to go get it. Oh. He's calling him right after this to tell you about Zero. Give me the number. I'm, I'm getting that. It's the most random thing of a yeah, Goodwill. If I drop out for a while, that just makes me go and hit the thrift store. So, but yeah, it's just the writing in particular is something I love. And like, like Psycho and a lot of Hitchcock stuff is just an amazingly yes. written. Well, you're, you're talking about Hitchcock films, which they're, they're, they're known for their writing. Oh, I know. But I mean, even, let me think about and it. And I mean, like those films, most of those films were 19, 1960s. Even 40s and 50s. 40s and 50s? I thought like, he was 50s and 60s. If you bring it back to the least respected genre of rom-com... Like you said, like the Fred Astaire Ginger Rogers movies are so well written. Oh yeah, like top, like top, and like top Bring Me Up, Baby. Mm-hmm. That movie's really well written. And then Some Like It Hot, you know, from the fifties is amazing. And we but really it, it, like old movies written clearly. Yeah, well, 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 Brain, <laughs> that's fine. Brain, that's fine. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Well, Jacob, what do you what do you think? Uh, my my opinion on old movies is. Uh, I've seen quite a few of them, and I'll watch them, and I'll enjoy them, but I won't go out of my way to make that decision myself, if that makes any sense. Like, like usually, like, my, fr- my friends that I watch films with will come over, and they'll have, like, an old movie, like, a foreign film or something, and I'll watch it, but I don't usually seek out those types of films on my own. Mm-hmm. Uh, not because I don't like them, but, but just, I don't know. It's just not, it's just not something I... Like are drawn to, to. spend my own individual time doing. That's, I don't know. that's generally how I am. Yeah. Is is if the if the if there's say a director that I know and really like like Hitchcock I've been meaning to go back and watch a lot of Hitchcock films. There's some good ones. Um, uh, are we talking strictly Hollywood stuff here or? No, Breathless is one of my favorite movies. I guess uh, it's not that old, but really. I mean, I like it. I I respect it more than I like it. It's one of those. Because I mean, I've said before, I love all the old Japanese samurai. Yeah. Uh, films, uh, yeah, like I mean Kurosawa in particular, but you know I still I have the Zadoichi, the Blind Swordsman box mm. set. You know Martin Scorsese was in Dreams by Kurosawa. He played Van Gogh. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah, yeah. Interesting. interesting. Did oh did y'all quick side note? Did y'all see that trailer for Loving Vincent? It's a, yes. It's yes. a no. Um, it's the first ever oil painting film. There's sixty five really? thousand. Yeah. Individual oil paintings wow. to make the movie, so that's coming out sometime soon. That's remarkable. Yeah, if you haven't seen that trailer, go watch it. It's cool. Huh. Um, but it's it's not as though I hate. It's just that I don't go out of my way to watch older films. Uh, but if I am given one and told this is a spectacular film, go watch it. Mm-hmm. I will do so. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it's not as though I, I hate them. I, it's just, I guess it's, it's, uh, what is it? I'm, I'm spoiled for more indifferent to them than, just, you know, being, being born in this era. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's just being a child of, of mm-hmm. this particular era of, of filmmaking. It's... I'm the youngest one here. Yeah, you are. <laughs> well, Chloe, what, what, how do you, I mean, you already said you like older films, but oh, no, I what's, love old movies. what's, what's your viewpoint on them? Like. Do you have a specific reason why, or is it just good? They're good I movies. I just think they're made better. Mm-hmm. People just take more time with them, and they're also kind of, which I guess for better or worse, well, it's divided. So you have like the art term movies, like 
Hitchcock, right? Mm-hmm. But then also, they're divided into segments. Like, you had a director, and then it moved on to the... As opposed to now, it's all kind of mishmashed. I just feel like... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just like them much better. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. It took their There's time more. more passion involved, I think. Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, not to say there isn't passion today, but it was almost like every movie was passion because... Yeah, and they're also more difficult to make, which I'm sure added to that. Right. Like, you yeah. put in so much. And I think that's just because Hollywood didn't have the budget it has now. Like, like film wasn't something people pioneered back back then. Like, people were like, oh, film, whatever. You know? Well, I'd be curious to see what their budgets are when adjusted for current U.S. dollars. Yeah, that's true. It'd be interesting, yeah. So like a two dollar budget's like two hundred. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we had eight thousand dollars to make this film, you know, and incurred U.S. adjusted dollars. That's like a hundred eighty thousand dollars or hundred eighty yeah. million dollars or something. Yeah. Like you know, that. for this movie, Gary Cooper took a two hundred thousand dollar pay cut. He yeah. took. Oh yeah. Yeah, he got fifty thousand. Sounds like his whole pay. <laughs> The two hundred fifty thousand. No, two hundred fifty thousand was what he went for. <laughs> well, see, that's the thing. That's what's so interesting Modest about guy. this. Modest <laughs> guy. Yeah, I know. Is you say that it was more time consuming, and I think because of the the advances in technology, yeah, you can do a lot in pre and post production, right. the visual effects, all that kind of stuff, and so you can crank them, crank films out right. at a very rapid pace. Now, the interesting thing about it is, it's almost as though you have two film industries running in parallel now right you've got the big budget yeah you've got the big budget films and which indie. are you know the big money makers of the studios and the middle budget got, movies are gone pretty much yeah pretty much and then you've got low budget films a la ghost story and a few of these other films that you know no visual effects none of that and mm-hmm. that people these are labor of love films right. as opposed to business films quick thing we actually one of our uh uh, male questions is concerning small films like that mm-hmm. to big ones. So, but anyways, go on. But um, old Hollywood, you didn't have that distinction. Yeah, you know, there was just films mm-hmm. because, again, because it was such a time-consuming process. And so, I think in a way, they approached all of them as though each one is an is an individual art piece. But not artistic in the way that art films are now, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. There was art as entertaining art, sort of like pop arty yeah. type stuff, as opposed to the art films that you get now, which are more human interesty, slice of life. Pie eating. Pie eating? Yeah. Hey, ghost story. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, ghost story. Pie eating, okay. <laughs> I thought you were making reference to the my slice of, slice of life. <laughs> slice of life, slice yeah, of life. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, like, so the human interest stuff, he's like American Honey. Was like, you know, yeah. yeah. I think that's a great movie. And mm-hmm. it's, 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 yeah, it's, it's more like a, a look at, you know, because you get all the Hollywood movies, it's like you get the nice plasticky people. You know, with like the, the low budget indie movies, you get like more humanism, I mm-hmm. guess. And, and that, right, that used to be what every movie was about. Um, yeah. Almost and yeah, so. But what's aesthetic? <laughs> mm-hmm. There's there's a, a girl who I work with at the coffee shop who, she almost never watches newer films. She almost all, only watches older ones, and she said that she prefers to see the origins of like how films now got to be where they are rather than watching films that are clearly drawing from like this other action movie like Dunkirk. How does she know she doesn't see them? I know. I'm not saying I agree with her. She's just that good. Hmm? She's just that good. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, she'll go back and watch, which, yeah, I mean, this isn't a bad thing, but she'll go and watch, like, 
50s, 60s, 70s movies because she would rather watch, you know, instead of watching War for the Planet of the Apes, she'd rather go watch, you know, The Great Escape where it's, right. that's, you know, it's drawn from, stuff like that, which is interesting, but I don't necessarily agree because I kind of like to see well, both. I've already seen The Great Escape. I want to see something new. Exactly. <laughs> uh Oh yeah, but we, maybe we should talk about the movie a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I think I think this is an interesting conversation. It's, a per, yeah. it's pertinent because yeah, this yeah. is a nineteen what 1951, 1952 52, film. Yeah. Fifty two, but it's so cool, and they made it like nearly real time. Or if it is I, real I, time, I do like that. Yeah, that is what I, I thought. Actually, dope. you mentioned the writing earlier, and I really did like that. I thought it, some of the dialogue was a little stilted. Yeah. Ain't nobody out that a ways now. <laughs> you weren't there. That might be accurate. Yeah. I don't know. That's but, I mean, well, yeah. that's the problem is they weren't back. This is, what, 1860s Texas or something? Something like that. They don't know how the hell those guys talk back then. <laughs> but, um, I mean, it, it seemed, and that was, again, part of the, the whole acting, the stilted thing, is like some of these stuff, some of these things seem like such a caricature. They seem like overblown but then they but, make them real. But, but <laughs> they become real. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to illustrate what I was trying to say earlier. But I thought the writing was genius in terms of the timeline yeah. and how they played that out. And so it's just you know one day going on waiting for the train to pull in at noon, and what happens I guess in that morning between you know eight o'clock. Ten forty-five. Ten forty-five. So it really to was. Know. Just a straight up mm-hmm. one to one kind of <laughs> ratio. Thing. Yeah, because the movie's only like an hour and twenty four minutes yeah. with credits, so hmm. that's is, interesting. Is High Noon the movie that was inside Logan, or is that a different? Western? No, no, that was Shane. Okay, yeah. Well, uh, Chloe, had you seen? You'd seen this before, right? Indeed. What, what do you think of it? I like it. The pacing's weird. I think Gary Cooper's super good, though. He's good. I and Grace. I love Grace Kelly. If it's filmed in I, real time. How can the pacing be weird? I think. I, I think it does. Sometimes it does make fair, it. But it does <laughs> make. It sometimes feels like it makes a little bit of a jump. Yes. Um. And I think it uh, sometimes. And it's the most. It is the most lackluster ending of all time, which maybe is the point. I don't know. I did like the shootout. So there's a shootout at the end because it's these you know two battling guys. I think, because I really like urban in terms of s- cinema, I really like urban fights, like urban yeah, combat. Me too. And just geographically and visually, I think that's very interesting. Which mm-hmm. is even some, there's a little bit of that in Detroit, which I saw yesterday. And it's, I think I find that very interesting. And there's a fight like that at the end, you know, where people are ducking into stores and all that. And, but then, yeah, but oh, another thing with old movies, they don't um, s- s- linger. After the story's done. Nope. They're like, we're going to no. tell the story in an hour and a half, and we're out. Yep. Yeah. As soon as the story's done, no. no... There's no sequel baiting. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's like... No. Well, that's that's nice, but at the same time, uh, part of me... I watched this, and I kind of wanted to go resolution. That was it. Yeah, I mean, that was it. Is they have the gunfight, and it's over, and then there's no, and there's then you no see Grace, aftermath. But then you see Grace Kelly and... Gary go off together. It's about their relationship. Yeah. Yeah. They have to get it over some stuff before they can be together. Mm-hmm. And they just managed it by uh, killing people. So, there yeah. you go. If only life were... <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I mean, I do... At times, I think even at, at times it feels a little long. Like it's indulging too much in these side characters. Like the uh, Latino... Drunkard. Yeah. Oh, the... And the, like the, they spend a lot of time on this Latino woman who was a... Yeah, the, 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 there's just, like a whole weird love triangle. It, thing yeah, it just seems. No, it's a love square. 
Love Square. Yeah. Yeah, well, the, the fellow Lloyd Bridges character. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. It just feels, it Warren spends a something. lot of time on that. It just, I mean, she's, the act, actress is fine, but it's just. Yeah, see, that's the thing is, is I saw her and she was very striking looking, so I was actually looking up some stuff about her, Katie Gerardo. Face, yeah. yeah, and she, she apparently was born to a very, very wealthy uh, landed family down in Mexico, and then, what was it, there was a, uh, like a Marxist revolution, something like that, and then their land was seized and redistributed, and hmm. then they moved up here, and she ended up in film. In the movie, um, that's an allegory for communism. So there you go. Pretty cool. <laughs> you guys didn't know that? High noon? Yeah. No. It's like the whole movie. an allegory for communism? But being blacklit, like... So I like yeah. how The Wizard of Oz is an allegory for... Some some other yeah. Movie, <laughs> <political> <laughs> I'm allergic to poppies. They make me hallucinate. The, the Dark Knight well. is a commentary on the Iraq War. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Also, no, this movie is about the blacklisting in Hollywood and how nobody will. St- yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know that. That's yeah. interesting. That's, so I guess there's the the Marshall, the Gary Cooper character, was supposed to be sort of the. He was supposed to be like the screenwriter. In, of the actual movie. It's very meta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he was trying to stand up for And nobody else was talking about it. And nobody else it. was. That's yeah, and Gregory Peck really wanted to be in the movie for that reason. Huh. That is huh. A, that's a, I, I hadn't even thought of that, but it would be kind of go back to... Now I want to watch it again. Trumbo. Oh, Trumbo. yeah, Trumbo. Yeah, yeah. With the Brian Cranston. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, they say Hell Caesar has something to do with communism. Yeah. Oh, we all, well, I mean, yeah. There's, there's, there's <laughs> big, the big communism <laughs> stuff. Because it's like... <laughs> so... But yeah, don't this, watch it. Uh, you know, please watch it's it. It's bad. Oh, brutal. <laughs> that guy that played Bernard the Elf in the Santa Claus movies is in Hail Season. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's in lots of stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Isn't he the guy He's from Numbers? He's in Sausage Party. Bernard the Elf. Isn't he the, the guy from Numbers? He's the, the main idiot. guy in that show. Hmm. Yeah. I can't remember. I'm totally confused. Looks like you're... Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like you're expecting rain. <laughs> um... Yeah, so I mean, I. It's very pretty, calm movie, tiny, yeah. and, I mean, it's pretty. It's just solidly done. It's not like in my you know top five favorite westerns. It is Bill Clinton's favorite movie. It is Ronald Ray. Was Ronald Reagan's favorite movie? Somebody else. See now, now if we could only <laughs> reach across the, the aisle in Congress. Ronald, if you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> What do you think Donald Trump's favorite movie is? Oh, actually, I think he said it at some point. Wolf of Wall Cars. Street. Wolf no. of Wall Street. Cars. I feel like he did say it in an interview sometime in the last... Transformers. Yeah. Any of the Transformers movies. In the last year. So I think it was actually something really, like, feels very pretentious, but I don't know. So when are you guys doing an episode on the Emoji movie? Oh, it's already out of You know what my response to that is? I think so. Pull out your phone. I'll send you a poop emoji. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I doubt... Maybe we'll do an extra show about that. Just the emoji movie. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I have a doctor's appointment during that one. Okay. I'll be here. <laughs> I have to get a colonoscopy. <laughs> yeah, so... They're actually... I mean, it's been getting terrible reviews. It has a horrible rating on Rotten Tomatoes. But course, oddly enough, um, I can remember there's a film, another animated film, which had an even worse... That polar bear one? Yeah, Norm of the North. Norm of the North. Yeah, the wor- the lowest grossing anime movie of all time. I've never heard it. How when did this come out? It's a couple years ago. It's like called Norman the what? Norm of the North. Norm, Norm of the North. North. It's about it. this polar bear. I like what about Rock Dog. Oh, I did too. Hmm? Rock Dog. Oh, oh my that god. Was, that was another one. Yeah. That was, 
bombing. That just came out a year or so. I missed ago. I never even saw a trailer for that. I, I missed them too, thankfully. <laughs> I did see a trailer and maybe a TV spot for, for Rock Dog, but it was. Just wait till you have like kids. Have you seen all those movies? Oh, yeah. Rock Dog? What's yeah, that? I don't know. I never Dog. even saw a trailer. I saw some posters, but I never saw a trailer. And then it was in Redbox next to it. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's if it gets a 4K, I'll check it out. <laughs> it gets a 4K. <laughs> Every movie's gonna get a 4K, but you'll be getting the Emoji movie on 4K Blu-ray soon I, enough. I I I I might have to pass on that. Look one. at how much money it's made. I mean, has how much? I don't know how much it's made. Enough. 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 Enough to get the 4K. <laughs> made up its budget, I think at least. Okay. That's surprising. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, in terms of the ending, it is very. There's a shootout, and that's it. Yeah. And it's pretty blase. I kind of like yeah. it. And I mean, I still prefer the spaghetti westerns. Yeah. And on and like the assassination of Jesse James. That's not really a spaghetti western, oh, but it's my. Yeah. It's a brilliant movie. That's not a western, though. Yes, it is. Yes, it no. is. No. It's, it's a western. It's not a western. It is a western. It's not a western. How? How many westerns have you seen? I mean, I guess I can see what you mean. It's a film like, set in way. the west, no, no, but no, it is no. not a western. It is. It is. No. It's. It's, Just because you like it doesn't mean it's not a western. No, that has nothing to do with anything. Well, well enlighten us. <laughs> I I actually liked High Noon. I enjoyed it. No, I no, it man. Was a <laughs> no, that's what I'm saying. And High Noon is a western. I I liked it. Jesse James. I don't feel is a western because it is set in the west, but it's more. Westerns can be deep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to. I'm trying to. It just doesn't. It doesn't have. It's a neo western. Yeah. Like I a, guess you could like, say like that. No, like I mean, if if you come up with a new, yeah, if you come up with a new, it, you, you, I guess you could see it that yeah, way. Yeah, like Highland is a classic western. Yes. Whereas something like No Country for Old Men, I'd say Jesse James are like neo westerns. Yeah, mm-hmm. I can see that because they're taking because elements it's... from multiple genres and. The Dark Tower is a neo western. Yeah. At times, honestly. <laughs> and yeah, in some sense it Fury is. Fury Road, yeah. Western. I mean, well, that's that's the I source material. That. <laughs> Stephen King drew a lot from old old westerns from spaghetti westerns. The bad westerns. and the ugly, he said. Was yeah, from the Dark Tower. Just recently rewatched that. It's a great movie. Yeah, I need it's to go back and watch some the of those music. The music is <clears throat> on point. Oh yeah. yeah. This was the first. Hayun was the first movie to win an Oscar for the song that wasn't a musical. Yeah. Oh, really? Cause actually, it won four Oscars. I remember reading that. I think one of them was editing. I might be wrong on that one. One was soundtrack. One was original song. And, of course, Gary Cooper won for Best Actor. He is so good in He's it. He's good in it. The only I gotta say, I Grace had, Kelly blew me away. Well, you know how many years apart they were? When yeah. they made it, well, I, I watched that. <laughs> I watched eight that. Years it gave, more than she was alive at gave, the time. <laughs> it gave dirty old men like me hope that we can go out and find pretty young things uh, and marry sometimes, them. Uh, sometimes it's hard for me to remember that the, the director of Sully used to be like a huge Western star. It's really weird, like like Clint Eastwood. You know? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like he. Oh Clint. He directs yeah. He directs like How? weird biographical. Patriotic movies He's doing now. a new one now. Yeah. And he's, he Dear used Lordy. to be one of the biggest <sighs> Western well, I mean, stars he's, there's, ever. there's basically Clint Eastwood before he talked to a chair and post-chair. Yeah. <laughs> well, he still makes, he still makes good Eastwood. films. <laughs> yeah, I don't he still like makes... it. I think he's a bad director. Really? I, I, yeah. I like Unforgiven. I like... I don't like American Sniper. I don't either. A lot I, of I people didn't, didn't like I didn't like Sully. I haven't seen it. If I fall I asleep during 
a freaking Leonardo DiCaprio movie, you're doing something wrong. I didn't mind Jay. Uh, it's I not. I've seen that one. It's um. Ugh. Yeah, it's it's. I used to. I, I used to like it a lot. Wasn't too bad. Um. Trouble with the curve. Was trouble the with the curve. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> Hereafter. You know the Matt Damon movie? He directed Here at, The Year yeah. After? Yeah. No way. Oh, yeah. Oh, look oh, it up. Or Gran, Gran Torino. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah awesome. Oh, yeah, Gran Torino. Yeah. Gran Torino is awesome. And uh, Million Dollar Baby. He did Million Dollar mm. Baby. Didn't he? Yeah, that was great. Actually, I have a horror story from my childhood about that movie, but... Really? Yeah. Tell me. So, my mother... Um, I went with my best friend at the time. This was elementary school, so, you know, very young. And took us to this movie because she thought it would be this uplifting, fun movie. And, of course, there's the scene where... Which one? Oh, man, that is. Yeah. And um, <laughs> the scene, you know, where she snaps her head on the chair. Oh, and yeah. it was, like, horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> and it was this incredibly dour, sure. dark movie. And I have not watched the movie since. Really? No. You should revisit it. Man. Now that you're what if it brings older? up the horror of my childhood, though? I conquered I mine with Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> uh... You know the movie that scarred me most as a child is uh, Shrek. Oh, I love Shrek. <laughs> we, I, no, I, the the whole ogre transformation with Fiona. It's, I had nightmares. Oh, really? Just, uh, like like legitimately? Uh, I was very young. Yeah. Were you afraid that you might turn into an ogre yourself? Or? Yeah, because this was just after I'd seen Spirited Away for the first time. Oh. I thought my mom oh. was going to turn into a pig. <laughs> weird transformation stuff. Oh man, Bobby. I don't know if I had any of those. Oh, Wizard of Oz for me. I hated... Oh, no, no, not Wizard was there Yes, well, The Witch and Wizard of Oz, and then yeah. the Oompa Loompa Men. And really? Well, like, honestly, it's... You know, they, they were pretty terrifying. Really I mean, it's Wonka. probably... What, are you afraid of midgets? I had no, really nothing Wonka, against that. Because he was, like... In my mind, Willy Wonka was, like, the best teacher you could have, like, in school. Like, he'd be so cool. And then all of a sudden, he turned really mean, and that upset me. Es- <laughs> you know? Especially the Johnny Depp version. Oh, He's God. like the Michael Jackson Different version. Oh, story. Oh. I was like, like, so I, stupid. I'm pretty sure that that Shrek is the movie that scarred me because I avoided horror movies like The Plague until I was in college. So oh, I, didn't, I, I just didn't watch horror movies. And then I made a friend there who does his like favorite genre. He made me watch like every horror movie that has ever existed. So now it's like one of my favorite genres. Yeah. But well, I was but, I was like no. I'm not doing it. I think yeah. mine was so bad I literally blocked it out but mine's Silent of the Lambs because I watched oh, it. Man. I watched it when I was first me. able to read because I was like looking at the VHS labels, right? right? And I thought it was um like a lamb chop. You know, Lamb Chop the Puppet? Yeah. <laughs> and then no. there's one of the things where I started watching it and you just like get hypnotized by how scared you are. Mm-hmm. Like I was that one's pretty bad. I, I can imagine that, yeah. Yeah, so that I've messed been, you up pretty hard. I've actually story about the medieval horror. I've never seen the medieval horror, the movie, but I've never heard of the well, medieval horror, the movie. No. <laughs> there's there's like four forty medieval horror because it's a free property, so anyone oh. can to make a movie hmm. about it. But there's the main one is the one with Ryan Reynolds. But anyways, oh no wonder I haven't heard of it. Um, oh, but but, but, but I uh, don't get I've never, started. I've never seen any any of those any of those movies. But when I was in the fifth grade, for our like reading end of grade test, we had to take like a practice end of grade test. They just had like an like an excerpt from the medieval horror, like in the practice reading integrate test, and I was like eleven or whatever, and so I I, I read it and it, yeah I never I've never lived it down. I could see so, like it's still yeah. have nightmares every night. I could see Jacob in the in the, the his desk. <laughs> <laughs> it 
It was awful. They, they, they put like the scariest part of the medieval horror in the practice EOG. Really? Like, I was like, what the That's heck? bizarre. It was, yeah, it was weird. Mm. Was like, it they just teacher? expected us to be okay. No, it was just state mandated. Of course. Of course. That's the fucking state. <laughs> That's really They saw really the word weird. medieval. They said, it's probably... God, yeah, like medieval kind of knights and in. princesses yeah. and crap. So I was Let's like, you know, I was like, what is this? I'm not prepared for this. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So high noon. High noon. Uh, the high noon horror. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that'd be cool. That'd be a cool spin-off. If they were like zombies, <laughs> the, the four. Like Pride and Prejudice and zombies. Yeah. That would be cool. Well, I mean, they already they did Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. Yeah. Right? That has so. nothing to do with well, no. That movie was really bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. In the, in, the same, in the same vein, Aliens and Cowboys. Cowboys, Cowboys and aliens. aliens. I don't know. It was all shit. It was horrible. It was all bad. I don't know what the hell it was called. All I know is that there were aliens and no, there were cowboys and it was really stupid. I mean, really like, stupid. old style. Like, not like George Romero? Dead. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I just recently watched for the first time Return of the Living Dead. Yeah. It's awesome. Which one... It's the, not George Romero Dan directed, but it's an, Bannon, last name Bannon, Dan O'Bannon maybe, Mm -hmm. but it's fantastic. Which one in the series is that? I don't know. Like, what was the premise of that one? Um, There's this, that like air gets contaminated and then it flows onto the, into people and then everyone becomes zombies. And it's, um, they all have to hide in these like, in a, uh, in a morgue. Because they're one of the characters is a mortician. When did this come out? Eighties, maybe. Really? Yeah. Because I've seen almost all the blah blah of the Living Dead films. I'll, I'll show you the Blu-ray after we finish, and you can look at it. See okay. If you, see if you watched it. Yeah. Uh. I mean, I've seen, jeez, most of them. I've seen the original, which is brilliant, by the way. Mm-hmm. Great film. Uh I saw the one where they're on the base in Florida. Which was like a special effects bonanza. I think that was Romero, and he was just messing around with effects because there was a lot of like pulling spines out and eyeballs popping out and eviscerations and stuff like that. Love that. So. Like Grace Kelly does at the end of this movie. <laughs> it's like straight at Game of Thrones when she put she like literally sticks her thumbs in his eyes. Oh yeah. Oh, it's so funny. Grace <laughs> Kelly, powerful woman. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah. So that's that's She's something. Amazing in Rear Window. She had that, the weirdest life of anyone. The weirdest. She's been in so many Hallmark movies from the those you know those times. Mm-hmm. She's been in a castle. <laughs> she She's was been a in a castle. <laughs> She's been in a castle. <laughs> she was a princess. You were in a castle. <laughs> it's so weird. How weird? No. Mm. Mind blown. I can never well, get what, over it. What, what, I, I still can't. I'm still trying to square the circle, circle the square, square the circle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I know. I forget how that phrase goes. But, <laughs> yeah. But it's... The end of the whole thing, they make this big point of her being a Quaker. And then she pulls out a gun and starts shooting people. And she's just gouging out. <laughs> the the main bad guy's eyes and all kinds of stuff and that's what love does to you you know you know makes you catch out someone's eyes yeah I don't I don't I don't I don't know I mean is that what they're trying to say maybe no. is that she's so madly in love with Gary Cooper that she no. has to yeah you know, that's she's what willing what to put what a lot of those movies are about right love they're all about love yeah but no love. I think it was they had to like see like, from each other's point of view mm. 
I thought it was about standing up for principles because he was not going to scurry out of town with his tail between Again, his it was legs. about communism, so who knows? Yeah, who knows? Communism is weird, so. <laughs> uh, yeah. Chloe, any other, uh, any other thoughts on, on, on the film? Nope. Right. I like Gary Cooper a lot. Mm-hmm. Jacob? Yeah, I mean, that, that about covers yeah. Oh, I mean, or, or, I don't you know if you ever said, did you, I mean, did you enjoy the movie? Like, did no, you? Yeah, yeah, I did enjoy it. Because I, I also hadn't seen the movie. Oh, okay. Um, I've heard of it. You know, it's one of those, like, classics. But I just, mm-hmm. I, I have this thing where I, I didn't catch up to the classics until I was, like, 18. Mm-hmm. So I've been watching, like, all of the classics. I didn't see Jaws until, like, two years ago. Uh, things like that. So I hadn't seen it before. But, yeah, I did enjoy it. It's, it's a solid Western yeah. It doesn't do anything crazy, but it's solid. And I do like the, the playing with the time. Yeah. Like that. It was it's like twenty four before there was a twenty four. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is the pre twenty four. Yeah. Pre twenty four age. This is what, hour twenty four? Yeah. Roughly. Yeah. Hour twenty four. I never watched the show, hour so I don't know. 24, <laughs> one hour twenty four minutes. Uh all right. Um well yeah, we have other stuff to talk about. So what do y'all can give it out of four, uh, five stars, not four, or four if you want. <laughs> Whatever suit you know. Uh, I give it four out of five. Same here. Same. Four. Yeah. Cool. Four's all around. <laughs> four. Four is for everyone. Yeah, that's a first, I think. So. I'd probably prefer to watch some Gunsmoke episodes. But I'd rather yeah, just I'm watch the Lone funny. Ranger. I had to edit <laughs> an episode of Gunsmoke for a class last uh, last semester. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, Did you enjoy it? Yeah, it's alright. It's, it's, it's gun smoke. Yeah. I'm still more of a spaghetti western guy myself. Me too. What what I'd be curious actually is uh, when all the sort of samurai flicks came out. They were probably was, around the same was, time as High Noon, but late, I wonder... It was late 50s, 60s as well. Yeah, because I would wonder to what extent the original westerns influenced the samurai flicks, which then in, in turn influenced spaghetti westerns. Right. So it'd just be interesting to see whether there's sort of like a back and forth feedback cycle kind of thing mm-hmm. or something. But yeah, um, I don't know if anybody out there's a film expert and happens to know. Let us know. Let us know. I don't know. Again, it could be that they 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 developed in tandem because obviously there's a lot of overlap in terms of the samurai ethos and the cowboy ethos and all that kind of thing. But uh, I was just you know, did they develop? in tandem sort of simultaneously or did one influence the other and then samurai went back and influenced the spaghetti westerns right anyhow i mean because seven samurai was like is became a magnificent seven yeah you know exactly that remake was crap oh it was garbage it was so bad oh really the the new one the anton so upsetting terrible man i thought it was gonna be good the yeah, one Denzel ready. Washington, Chris Pratt, uh-huh. yeah, all those guys. Terrible. Really. Ethan Hawke. Oh. We're talking about The Magnificent Seven. The one that came out, was it last year? Maybe? Yeah, a year ago. Yeah, I was really ago. excited for that. I was disappointed. I know. Yeah. It wasn't that great. Channing Tatum, by the way. Right? Did I make that up that he was in it? Mm-hmm. I didn't think <laughs> he made he it up. Was, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Are that's, you that's, sure? He, I he, call he, bullshit. I'm really yeah. having an off If he was in it, I would probably have liked it more. So He was in The Hateful Eight. That's what that, that's what you're thinking of, Chloe. I have number problems. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's oh, I guess that's understandable. It's seven, eight. So. Sorry, I mean, no, that, that title was. 
Oh, I'm so inspired upset now. by the Magnificent Yeah, definitely. Maybe I, would, I probably got, Chris, frankly, I probably got Chris Pratt and Channing Tatum confused. Because it's not right. hard. I hate, yeah. I hate The Hateful Eight, though. <gasps> what? <Ooh. laughs> oh, yeah, I remember. What? We had a long discussion about this a long time ago, but. Quentin Tarantino has lost his mind. Ooh, brutal. I don't, I mean, I don't oh absolutely God. love the movie, but I. It's really? probably one of my favorite. Because oh, really? Glorious Bastards, sure. that's I, my favorite. Glorious Bastards, pardon, I thought was sort of a return to form. <laughs> Glorious Bastards is a sequel. Yeah, Inglorious Bastards, I, mean, I thought like, was return to form for Tarantino. Me too. I Dang. thought that's my favorite. I saw it in seventy millimeter and everything. I won't deny that yeah, it's, it's beautifully shot, wonderfully acted. I, I don't know. You still like the story? Just, it was like a play. It was yeah, like watching a I just, play. It, I don't know. Like I when, loved when it. you come back after the intermission and like. Things have happened off screen, and then Quentin Tarantino starts narrating what happened. Oh, that that was a little jarring. Yeah. The whole, the whole, th- I don't know. He's I lost his mind. It. I think, yeah. I think this, I think, I think this movie is the beginning of the downfall of Quentin Tarantino. Really? Oh, that's that's kind I of. I loved that was... it. Well, he is making. He's the Manson family murder. Yeah, that's disgusting. Yeah. I'm a hundred percent against that. Yeah. Even though, yeah. at that's, least. That's yeah. that's. In poor taste. I'm just I like that movie they're making about Jeffrey Dahmer. Exactly. I hate that crap. It makes me so mad because America likes sure. to glorify their serial. I know, movies. and the number is small, but it has actually affected people. Well, like mm-hmm. it's awful. Mm-hmm. Like the nine. <laughs> that's nothing. The 9-11 movie? Have See, I think... Oh, my God. It's <laughs> Charlie Sheen. Horrendous. Have you all seen this? Terrible. It's called 9-11 has Charlie Sheen. <laughs> no. It, it comes out... I think it's next month. But oh it is one of the most offensive, yeah. in poor taste trailers I've Just ever seen. Awful. It's like a... If they, it was came out on, like, Oxygen or... Oh my god. Annie, it's. Oh, Have you looks, seen Charlie Sheen lately, by the way? Yeah. I saw him in the trailer. <laughs> he, he looks terrible. Yeah. He looks terrible. Yeah, so it's. I, I agree, Hollywood is kind of fucked. It's disgusting. So. Frankly. Yeah, well, that, that's the interesting thing. That's why thing I forgot is, Suicide Squad, though. They, by the they, way. In, in what way? Like, I think it's glorifying these horrible uh, people I, and acts so little kids. Because those, those movies are. They made it PG 13 on purpose. I think it's disgusting. I, I see that. I can see that, yeah. Well, I mean, why why they're doing these films about massive murders and, and Jeffrey Dahmer, I don't understand. But I I just keep thinking like Zodiac, right? Oh, it's amazing, right? Yeah, it's amazing. That and, was that was a way to do it right. I well, that that's Zodiac. that's what I'm thinking is is Zodiac, and then you've got something like Silence of the Lambs, which is not an actual real life situation, yeah. but there is this this very prominent serial killer. Uh, and the thing about it, I I think where it flips over the tasteless line is when the the killer is the focus of the film and yes, not necessarily really the process point. not necessarily the process by which this yeah. person is even compared to psycho because psycho's really elegant mm-hmm. that's what so i like about, yeah. about zodiac because i just recently saw it for the first time with my sister uh, a few months ago and like i i know that they specifically hired three different actors to play the zodiac killer because you know in his memoirs whatever he wrote like i wonder who will play me in the movie that's obviously going to be written about me one day. Right. Really right. overblown and really full right. of himself. And so they specifically hired three different actors and never showed his face because they were like, we don't want to glorify right. the Zodiac Killer, but we think it's a story worth telling. And they had a lot of input from the, the victims' families on the movie. Yeah. And, like, the the guy that Jake Gyllenhaal plays, the, the main guy that wrote the book about him and everything, has, like, a lot of input on the movie and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so but I in, think that's a like way to do you, it right. Did you ever see True Story with yeah, the I saw that. movie? That, I think... I liked it for a while, and then I was like, oh, this is poor taste. Because he got what he wanted, right? He's like a crazy person. He's like, I want a movie, and I want to be famous and mm-hmm. stuff. And 
they put it in the movie and they're like, that's gross. Like Jonah Hill or whatever was like, that's gross. And then they <laughs> did it though. It was like, what? Yeah. Uh, the, how Zodiac ends is amazing. Like mm-hmm. the, the, not the final, final scene, but where Jake Gyllenhaal looks at the guy. Yeah. And he kind of just gives a nod. It's like, it's, you wouldn't think that would happen. They'd be like, oh, no, yeah. we found him. But it's just like, that's yeah. it, you know. So, Jake yeah. Gyllenhaal is one of the ones, like he, James McAvoy, if they make a movie, it's going to be a good movie. Yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal is incredible. Yeah. yeah. He's the, I think he is the best actor of the... Nightcrawler? Of the decade? Anytime. Really? I like, I like Jake Gyllenhaal, and generally I agree with you, but I will you say... You love Bubble Boy. I, I know you no, do. I, <laughs> Bubble Boy, which was horrible. Oh my wait, god. Wait. I completely forgot <laughs> about <laughs> Bubble Boy. It doesn't count. No, I was going to say Prince of, oh, Prince of Persia. Oh, Prince of Persia. I'm going to say, okay, for what it was, it was not that... I mean... I didn't, I didn't hate, absolutely I mean, hate it was, the movie. It was, you go in knowing... Okay, everyone enough. has to it start somewhere. It, yeah. wasn't, it wasn't a Transformers, but... No. <laughs> you but. go in knowing what that movie's going to be. It's probably, like, the, it's probably one of the best video game movies ever, and it's really not even that great. So. Yeah. And Assassin's Creed. Oh, I yeah. I video game. I just Assassin's, love Assassin's Creed, Assassin's and I thought Creed the movie was, was awesome. I did, too. Huh? Jacob didn't bad? like it. Jacob didn't like it. It, is, it doesn't make any sense. I love... I, 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 I know me and Henry have talked about how, <laughs> how we both we both like all the period stuff in Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. the fights and the style, and, like, every time they're in the past is great, which is also the best part of the games, but that movie spends way too much time fucking around in the present. Oh, but I, I really like... It I doesn't really make any sense. What the was the plot? Guy, Can I any really of you like... explain the plot? Yeah. <laughs> Michael Fassbender <laughs> gets memories yeah. and does flips and shit. Michael Fassbender. Yeah. <laughs> Michael <laughs> Fassbender's the plot. Have you you got Marion Cotillard there yeah. for some subplot. He's really got me. Like, that looks, I mean, it, it's like you know, it's kind of when you know that it's a bad relationship and you should just get out of it, but you can't. He's really. In Alien Covenant? Oh, he was great in Alien Covenant. Oh, he's oh, so good in that though. With himself. Mm, he's great. The height of narcissism. Yeah. Mm, he's great. Uh, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I think he requested all those scenes where he's acting with himself. Probably. Hey, I don't know. Hey. Hey. <laughs> don't hate, hate on Fassie. Do not hate on Fassie. Yeah. Mm. No, he's all right. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. He's incredible. He's... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> great one, Jacob. <laughs> uh, okay. So, yeah, well, yeah, I guess we stopped talking about High Noon a while back, but... Uh, we I guess we can get on to some listener questions. There's no real news to talk about this week, unfortunately. No. Or fortunately, usually people are dead. So. Yeah, but, but, yeah, that's true. Did someone the, didn't someone die recently? The Godzilla actor died. Oh yeah. Godzilla uh, actor. The guy who was the in the suit for the first like, oh, six movies. Okay. He was like 88, I think. Did no screenwriter mm-hmm. also die recently? We talked about that one. Which, oh, you did. Which one was that? that? Okay. I can't remember his name. Um. So I feel like I should know his name, but it's Matthew McConaughey's friend. Oh no, right? Sam Shepard. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah. He was he was a, a screenwriter. Yeah. Okay. But I was worried I was gonna make my. I think he, would, well, I think he wrote the for theater or something. Yeah, yeah. He was on stage as well. So, no, but I mean, I, it's, the biggest news piece of the week was Despicable Me is the now highest grossing animated franchise of all time. No way. Really? Oh, Unsurprisingly. Wow. Yeah. Dang. So those are some solid kids. Movies. Tom Hanks is gonna be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, we got the fourth one coming out now. That's gonna destroy it, you know. So, yeah. but uh, we do have a few listener questions. So the Filmbuds Podcast at gmail.com is where you can reach us. Please feel free, and we're on Twitter and Facebook at the at the Filmbuds, so you can 
reach us anywhere. I don't even have a Twitter. What's a Twitter? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, I, I would have, if, if I even knew what it was and had it, I probably would have uninstalled the app when Trump yeah. got on. Can, I do, a, can I do a, a film on Snapchat? I love Snapchat. Sure. Yes. <laughs> uh, we had a, there's a guy who comes into uh, Joe Van Gogh a lot who's was tried to convince me to get an Instagram for the show. I mean, you got to get all types of social media. Yeah. Promote on every... MySpace. Are you on the grinder? <laughs> no. Grinder, yeah. whatever the hell you that is. You have to get a LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Start your Tinder profile. Yeah. <laughs> Film buds on you Tinder. You can be this LinkedIn. Yeah, it's just, it's, it's just the logo. On, on just the, the logo. Profile, yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, so you can reach us there. Feel f- We'd love to hear questions, comments, anything. Oh, here comes the mail guy. Uh, he's back. <laughs> yeah, no, no. It's this is the this is postal service. That was UPS. He's not back. He's he's our he's our guy. We should have him in for a second. Like yeah, just hey hey. Um, Quick, your thoughts. Dark Tower, go. Yeah. <laughs> um, but okay, so yeah, so you can reach us there. But the first one, so I was telling them earlier, uh, I laughed out loud when I read this because it's so spot on. But uh, in terms of what we've been talking about, but. So the first, um, this is from John Byrne. He didn't say a location, so he what? could... That's my favorite part. I know, he could be anywhere. The, the, <laughs> the other person did, but he didn't. Supposedly. He gave us our, his full name, though, so... Let's, let's make up locations where he is. John Somewhere Byrne. exotic, anywhere in the world. Doesn't uh, have to be you. Where, yeah. where in the world is he? John Byrne from... Hillsborough, North Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> he's from Guam, which he's... North Korea is ready to bomb, so... <laughs> Keystone Earth. <coughs> oh, that's a good one. He's Thank you. John, uh, John Byrne from Keystone Earth writes, oh. Hello, hope this message finds you all in good health, particularly after... <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at you, Jacob. You were just coughing. It was funny. Oh. Uh, per- good old cock, cat, cough. <laughs> uh, particularly after Henry in episode seven. So, uh, I am, I'm doing fine, actually, as we just were talking about, so thank you. Uh, I have a few comments for you. Uh, first of all, and the, or I have a few comments for you, first of all, and then a question. I promise this is not at all criticism, because I actually find this to be pretty endearing, but wanted to make a point Aww. of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I always laugh when either Henry or Brayden, in basically every show, somehow find a way to incorporate the following. <laughs> Transformers, the poorly executed climactic fights in Batman v Superman and Wonder Woman. <laughs> yeah. How great the Planet of the Apes franchise is. <laughs> uh, people using their phones in the theater. We didn't do that one today. You guys didn't. Not yet. Oh, fair enough. Oh, well, I mentioned the people yelling in the back of the theater. That's close enough. Uh, and not to mention Brayden bringing up the director's cut of Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> Which is basically true in almost every show we do. That's yeah, somehow. I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry if, if that people find that tiring, but John Byrne clearly finds it nice. So, sorry, but that's... I tried to. I it, I actually have not really mentioned any of those. You things did. Today. You no, mentioned you, all of them, Brayden. No, today no. Tra- Transformers and the director's Blade, Blade Runner. Runner. I mean, we no, I didn't. Blade Runner. You did mention Wait. Blade Runner. What are the other ones? Um, the he, we haven't mentioned the poorly executed fights in Batman v, v Superman and no. Wonder Woman. We I think didn't ever, talk about those. Talk oh, about how are the fights, guys? Terrible. <laughs> They're just awful. <laughs> and then how great the Planet of the Apes franchise is. We talked is. about that. Which is good. Right. All right. Um, well, we haven't mentioned them in, in quite the, the context of the Planet way that Planet of the Apes franchise, fantastic. Sorry to let you down, John. Lo- love yeah. it. Love it. Yeah. Um, then cell phone usage in theaters. 
he didn't mention we lad, which I thought that we always mention we lad. We always say when I was a wee lad. Oh yeah, <laughs> but I, I do enjoy that phrase. Yeah. Or lass. <laughs> True. I guess um, you would be saying oh, I haven't that, had though. a sex change. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then, but so that's the, what the comment was, and he says, "Lastly, what is your favorite genre of movies?" Which I guess Jacob kind of answered earlier, but and or what genre do you either wish would die off or would get revived? Superhero movies. Thanks for the great show, John. John, John Byrne. <laughs> I, I would, I would immediately say, kind of. I wish comic book movies would take like a f- five year hiatus. Yeah. Let other movies come in and then come back. I wouldn't mind them. Yeah, taking a bit of a break. I mean, they're, 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 I wouldn't mind if they stay around though. I think it, honestly, I guess they make people. I'm not, I'm not fatigued yet. No, I think they're. I think most of the, the Marvel, at least, has made pretty decent films and they're, I don't, they're fun to watch. I don't go see a comic book movie looking for. Theming or plot elements (laughs) or like or like just incredible displays of filmmaking prowess. I go to a comic book movie to see action figures from my childhood punch each other on screen and to like have fun, (laughs) and then I go home. I I agree with that generally. (laughs) I I agree with that. Every time I've ever watched a comic book movie for the second time, I've liked it less. Because I think they're like big first watch theater experiences, and then when I'm watching it again, like I watched Civil War again last night in my own home on Netflix, and I was like, yeah, it's okay. Like every good movie. But yeah. like you know, that's just what that's the, their deal Kirk. is. That's what their deal is. Well, I, I generally agree with that, but I will say, Captain America, Winter Soldier. <laughs> there are good ones. Yes, I like the Winter Soldier. Yeah. yeah. Is that the Nazi one? No, no, all the Nazi that's the middle ones. one where they have the, um, the Winter Soldier who has the metal arm and he's. Oh, what's that guy's name? Sebastian Stan. Sebastian Stan, yeah. Yeah. He was in Gossip Girl. Oh, yeah? Food for Thought. He was in Black Swan as well. And Once Upon a Time, the TV show. Nice. We're just going to go through the whole... (laughs) Do you want to go around the table and answer the question? Oh, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Go for it. Who wants to go first? It's good to have Jacob Brown. keeps us on track. So, uh... He's the whip. Okay, so, I mean, for me, I... I, One thing, one of the few things I enjoy about myself is I feel like I... Well, pretty much, I'm open to really any genre. I'm not going to write it off because I mean, sure, I have my favorite ones. Like, I like dramas. I like anything historical, really. Westerns. And west, yep, westerns, which I guess is included in the period films, and you know, a good mystery or, or, or maybe action and sci-fi. I mean, it's again. So it's, everything. So yeah, it's everything. It. And so I would very much enjoy most most genres. Um, and then I kind of, yeah, I'm not saying I need comic book movies to die off forever. Just take a break, then maybe come back and be a little stronger. Mm-hmm. So, Chloe, what about you? Um, I'd like some good, I think it's because we were talking about all the old movies, I'd like some good romantic comedy movies to come back because they're all really bad now. Right. I don't know if that actually answers the question. No, yeah. But yeah, those are good when they're good. I'm not so much into mystery movies because I prefer like shows and stuff. Wait, so wait, so if it's a mystery, you prefer it to be in a show? Yeah, but I like f- fantasy, like good fantasy, like Harry Potter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let's make a Harry Potter genre. Yeah, we just yeah. keep them the going. Harry Potter genre. Yes. <laughs> Magical teenagers. <laughs> they were teenagers the whole time. They started out at eleven. They, they were tweens. Yeah, and they then were they ended at forty. They, yeah, so. they like seventeen. They all have facial hair and. Yeah. yeah. They're making two new books. She's releasing two new books, so... Oh, really? I'm ready. We'll see. Well, um, uh, what genre 
I mean, would you would it be comic books that would you would want to go or something yeah, else? Dunzo. Also, possibly horror movies. And ask, that's actually our next question. But, Brandon, what about you? Uh, what were the two parts of the question again? So, which favorite genre and favorite genre and which one would you either like to see or and or get revived or and or die off? If I mean, if you had to, if you had to choose, if there that's was a that's a tough one. Um... See revived. I would say westerns for sure. Yeah, I want more westerns. That's true. For me, I'd have to say noirish type stuff. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I haven't seen a lot of noir films, That's but what you I don't have watch seen. Old movies. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I need to go movies. back and watch more noirish films. As I said, if I know that there are certain things that I want to watch, I will go back and watch them. Mm-hmm. So that's that's again a major lapse. Uh, I'm not up on noir films and or the, all the French New Wave stuff with Godot or. Uh, What's his face? Jean-Luc Godard. Godard, Godard. thank you. Um, But um, noirish films, the few that I've seen, I really enjoyed. I really like the the, the feel of them, the aesthetic of them. Um, So that Mm -hmm. that would be cool to see a revival of noir films. Um, As to what should go away... Um, this genre go away. <laughs> honestly, a lot of these comedy films these days are just utter garbage. Which ones? Some of these comedy films. Oh, I just oh yeah, comedy is in a bad place right now. Yeah, comedy is generally in well, a bad place. Well, that could go under revive too, because revive means to yeah. Well, yeah. if Fix, reform, right? yeah, reform. Yeah. Perhaps I don't know. Either take a hiatus and then come back better, or yeah. just become better. But I see. I mean, there are apparently some a girl. This this recent film that just came out, Girls Trip, is supposed to be quite good. Yeah, weirdly, like yeah. it because Rough Night was horrendous. That's that's and what so, I was thinking. Is I, I was, was just thinking, oh god, it's uh, gonna be another Rough Night. Yeah. yeah, it's Rough Night. I just keep thinking of all these uh, the films, uh, Neighbors, mm-hmm. right? Blech. Blech. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what are some of the other ones? Nick I mean, and Dave need wedding dates. Oh, yeah. Basically any Zac Efron movie. Yeah. Yeah. The Grown Ups. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're just... Baywatch. There's a yeah. lot. Yeah. Baywatch, awful. Zac Chips. Oh, that's... Yeah, you're right. Chips. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Right? Chips, yeah. So a lot of these comedy films just... I mean, comedy <laughs> is... I'm not going to say in general it's just terrible... Well, in general, okay. It is in terrible. general, it is terrible. It used to be fixed. There are some really quite good comedies that come out now, but the thing is, they're not really comedy. No, that's why comedies. they're good. Yeah. Because you can't just have like a bunch of fart well, jokes. Big Sick. Go watch the. Everybody should go watch the Big Sick. Yeah, absolutely. It's I one have of the hands down. About the Big Sick. Really? I didn't think it was bad. I think it was fabulous. I I, I thought I'll, it was I'll spectacular. See it, I thought it was one of the best. Oh, you haven't seen it? Not yet. I'm gonna try and go maybe this week. I thought it was one of the best films I've seen so far this year. Um, the ending I thought was a little too cutesy clever. I can't remember. See, I like that part. But the rest of it I thought was actually very. I like Ray Romano. Honey, honey. I was surprised. How I dare thought, you? I thought, He's wonderful. I thought Ray Romano was gonna tank the whole thing for me, but How uh, dare Debra. Yeah. <laughs> Debra. The voice of that mammoth from Ice Age. Oh, yeah. brilliant! That's what my aunt said. Yeah. Well, I mean, this is this is a major departure for him, and he's got the series coming out, which I'm actually very excited about. I watched Get the Shorty. first episode; that was going to be my recommendation with Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, it's so good. He was in vinyl too. He was in vinyl. Yeah, 
I yeah, love Chris O'Dowd. He's also in um, Everyone Loves Raymond. Right. That, <laughs> that, that's what I forgot. Really? <laughs> he has a small part in that one. What he was the... also in that show. He's been doing it forever. He's in that show about the, I don't men, know, men, old men. Men of a certain age. Yeah, I'm sure. With Scott Bakula. Oh, yeah. From Bacula. my favorite. Or I, my... Is that well, a Dracula spinoff? <laughs> I thought, uh, I thought the chemistry show. he had with Helen Hunt was, was really spectacular yeah. in The Big Sick. And I thought overall it was really, really I guess. Film. I just wasn't. But, yeah, blown away. But I don't know if it's if True it's story. a comedy, quote unquote. It's a rom com. That's what I mean by good rom coms. If Zoe Kazan is in it, probably going to be a solid rom com. It's Rough Night was not. She, was Zoe Kazan in it? Yeah. No, Zoe Kravitz. She was not. Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Wrong one. Wrong Zoe. Yeah. Sorry. Try again. Post it. Yeah. Um, oh, Jake... Zoe Kravitz annoys me. Oh yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, Jacob, what about you? <laughs> uh, well, yeah, my, my, my favorite genre is kind of a weird amalgam. It's like, I, I like I like heist ensemble thriller action movies. I don't like the Oceans movies. Baby or Driver. Snatch, you know, Baby Driver, things like that. Uh, I don't know, I just really love a good heist movie. I guess that could fall into the subgenre of like, or it is a subgenre of like mystery action thriller or something like that. So you yeah, see, that's, I like that. Do you see the one with Kristen Wiig? And Zach Galifianakis. Master, masterminds. Uh, masterminds. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's super underrated. Yeah. I mean, it's not like any. Really? It's not like a brilliant film, but it's huh. it's charming at times. How do you like the Lady Killers? The Coen Brothers one. Yeah, the Coen Brothers one. I haven't Tom seen that Hanks, actually. It's one of the Wayne's brothers. One of the not multitude the best of. Brothers movie. Do you like yeah. Inside Man? I haven't seen it. It's good. I thought you were gonna say Inside Lou and Davis had about to kill yeah. someone. I like I like Snatch. I like Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels. Uh, yeah, the Guy Ritchie early ones. Uh, the Italian Job. I was just going to ask how you like the Italian job. Sexy Beast. Sexy Beast Everybody brilliant. loves that movie. Sexy Beast um, is so good. And, and as far as a, a, or a, a genre that needs to die, uh, I, I agree with... Uh, <laughs> how, how morbid were I agree, I agree. I agree with, with Brayden, but like I'd specifically say like the raunchy comedy. Yes. Oh my god, specific, me too. The specific subgenre of comedy. Because you have like comedies kind of overarching and there are a lot of like good comedies. Yeah. I guess like Baby Driver is like a comedy. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then like the raunchy comedy. Yes, like, the, I agree. The Seth Rogen and James Franco brand of, uh, of films. Yeah. You know, like just like the the fart jokes it's and just the, the dick jokes and the it's just yeah. It's just that that needs to just die. It's there's it's a waste of space. There's no like and there's no value people to be just, gleaned from those movies. People are just indulging them for God knows why. I know they people just, people just like, <laughs> like they're making the they're making the making of the room or whatever it was. The, the oh, that looks or the disaster. Oh, yeah. I'm I'm in I'm in for that one. Yeah, I mean I I'm, I am too. We'll, what? <laughs> What's that one? What is that? It's James Franco and Seth Rogen making a, a sort of biographical film about the making of the room. Tommy Wiseau. Oh. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, it's called the Disaster Artist. It looks. It looks actually looks entertaining. Oh I mean, God. I'm gonna see it too, but um, points. Who is that? James Franco and Seth, Seth Rogen. And Seth Rogen. It has a huge cast actually. Like Brant oh, really? Cranston's in it. Huh. Cranston is in it. I'm not surprised. Um, as far as revival goes, I really can't think of very many genres that are dead, other than like the western and the, the classic noir. I mean, we haven't really killed off that many genres, so I mean, I guess if I had to no, choose, I'd say, crap. I'd say like a western, mm-hmm. if I had to choose, you know, because comic book movies are like the new western in terms of yeah. like popularity, and I, mm-hmm. I think they're going to go the way of the western one day, but probably not for like 40, 50 years. Yeah. But, yeah, we're you know, at the... So. We're at the height. Kids the will all, kids will keep getting born, and kid kids love 
that kind Damn of it. stuff. It's like it's geared directly towards them, so they'll yeah. keep. Damn I mean, your human race and you your know, procreation. And then there's people like me. I've been alive for 22 years, and I still love it just as much as when I was a kid. You know, and like so, we'll keep funding it for the next you know 100 years. Or yeah. So. Yeah. We'll see what happens, but yeah, I guess if, if I had to choose a genre to come back, it would be the Western, just because I feel like we need a nice round set of genres. Well, I was going to say, I think, I was thinking about this earlier today after, you know, after having watched High Noon last night, and I was like, you know, there aren't really a lot of good Westerns, but it's odd because there actually have been, in the past few years, a lot of Westerns. Slow West. That's awesome. Oh, this movie's so good. Yeah, it's really good. I love that movie, it's and that was so his good. first full-on movie, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. so good. I don't like that kid, What is, what is that Cody one? Scott McPhee. It has Michael Fassbender. It's, Fassie. um... Yeah. And I can't remember the kid's Slow name. Slow Cody Scott McPhee. It's it was a, an H4 Yeah. Yeah. So. And, um, it's, like, an, it's another short, it's like an hour and 20 minutes. Oh, really? It's yeah. very, just tight story. There was story. no release. I was pissed at the Chelsea, in case you were wondering. I was waiting for that movie to come out forever. I had to watch it on digital. Nothing. Like, video on demand. So. It may not have been picked up for distribution. That could have been a problem. I don't know. I don't know. Also, I hadn't even Beth, heard of this. I said you guys it's... were going to do the Michael Fassbender Macbeth. I had to drive to Raleigh. I had to wait for the Blu-ray. It's not happy. And they played it at a Raleigh theater for like two days. And my mom offered. She was like, well, we can go to Virginia if you want. I said, oh. Oh, Lord. Jeez. You're the well, best. What were you going to reference um, for like good? Well, there was uh, the 310 to Yuma, the remake of that. Uh, right? Yeah. Um, I, I like it. I don't There was it. the remake. I know it's it's garbage, but the remake of Magnificent <laughs> Seven. Right? Yeah. Lone Ranger. Yeah, so, yeah Lone Ranger. Uh, Cowboys and Lone Aliens. Rangers, Cowboys. And Aliens yeah. was like six years ago. Yeah. So, I mean, there have been a lot of Westerns, but have there been a lot eight. of good Westerns? No. <laughs> that's, that's and the... they're also in the wrong vein. They're yeah. like made as Western remakes. They're yeah. not like, yeah. like Westerns with well, like modern influences. 310 to Yuma was good. Uh, Westerns, I think, as a genre, they haven't, they, yeah. As, as a genre in and of itself, I think a lot of the sensibilities of the Western are still... Like Sicario. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Go watch. That's, that's a Western. It's a great movie. Um, and... Uh, and making a sequel. Yeah. Two which, sequels. Oh, two sequels. Yeah, which I don't understand. Treatment. I'm super, super excited about it, mm-hmm. but I don't understand it because yeah, it's... We'll see. Yeah, it's brilliant as a standalone film. Mm-hmm. And as I'm, all best That's why I'm excited for the are. new Blade Runner. Dennis Villeneuve, baby. Yeah. I don't think that's how you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty sure he's Sorry, French. Villeneuve. <laughs> Pretty sure he's French and it's pronounced Villeneuve. Uh, it, it's pronounced Dennis Villeneuve. He's Dennis. Uh, Villeneuve. Villeneuve. <laughs> Villeneuve. I don't really like Arrival that much. Oh, yeah? Like what? Arrival. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I mean, I think Prisoners and... Uh, Did he do Enemy? Yeah. yeah, you I did it. Oh, for heaven's sake. Ugh. Prisoners is great. You, yeah. can't, you can't bring up a Jake Gyllenhaal movie that I don't love because it makes me mad. Oh, really? Oh, man. The end oh, of that movie. What the heck? I what love the, the ending. Heck? I love the ending. That's, that's you another like genre. You like pointless movies. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's another genre. You that like really, movies really where it's like, like oh, well, my mind is blown because something I like stupid it. I like it happened. ambiguous. Yeah, what the heck? I like my mind to wander. <laughs> ghost story interpretation. Hmm? Ghost story. Yeah. All my mind did was wander. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Great. Uh, great tagline. <laughs> <laughs> you see, there was a really interesting interview with uh, God, what, 
I'm blanking on so many things there. Who's the director of Ghost Story? David, David Lowry. Lowry. Yeah, David Lowry. He's a, he did an interview where he said he had to, he told the exact amount of time it took for him when he was designing, writing, figuring out a ghost story to figure out like, like the exact amount of time it took to he where he would. was certain that people wouldn't laugh at the whole ghost in a sheet thing. It didn't work. She did. Because he was like, he was, he was like, he was like, I'm, I, I think I've achieved <laughs> the, no, the non-laugh zone. I now. have achieved. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, everybody talks about suspense of disbelief for that film. It was more like suspense of ironic humor. Yeah. I just had to keep myself. <laughs> Pay no attention to the massive truck. Jesus that Christ. That is a big ass truck. Lord. That's a big ass truck. That's a big ass truck. I'm excited for what H24 is going to come in, though. Yeah. They're good. God good knows. Half um, and half. They used to be very reliable. Now I'm not sure. Yeah. It's interesting. You said horror, right? You I did. did. I thought that was interesting because. A lot of the horror films used to be really bad, and I'm not a big horror aficionado by any means, yeah. but I will say that I think the direction horror is going now is the right direction. Right. Oh, more thriller? Yeah, it's more thriller, spooky, supernatural, okay, can, instead of like choppy, slicey. If anyone's anything yeah. gets chopped horror. off for fun, then I don't want it to exist. Well, the, the problem with modern horror is it's very cheap. <laughs> is that good? Yeah. Like, like horror movies are very cheap to make, so they any, any horror movie will get signed off, like, immediately. Uh, and, like, you know, Blumhouse. Like, well, well like before we get into studio. it, which, we have a question. Could, oh, is it relating could, to horror? Could, okay. All of this is concerning this question. Okay. So let, let, let me read this before you say more, and so just we're not repeating Look ourselves. That, that's a segue, and I didn't mean to. Yeah, there we go. We're great at that. So th- this one is from Tyler from Maine. So Thank there you go, goodness, Chloe. Tyler. Oh, hey. Got that's, my, that's, where, that's where I was born. Oh, no really? shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All planned. All um, planned. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we have we actually... Maine, the entire state is just like a, a telepathic breeding it's, ground. It's a film so we have... for film butts. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't there another question from Maine before? No. No, we had Katie only... from New York, I remember. Yeah. And we had Wyoming. Jay. Yeah. Have you got listeners in New York? Oh, that's pretty mm-hmm. impressive. We have people in Japan. Belgium. Japan. Yeah. In the statistics, <laughs> in terms of who's been downloading, there's people in Europe and in Japan. So, yeah. So go, go figure. Go but, figure. <laughs> um, so he says, hi, guys and gal. This is just Thank singular. you. Yeah. He, he mentions you. <laughs> Thank he says, you. Usually don't rhyme like this, but decide to go for it just this once. Thank you. Um, we I'm don't a, bite. Yeah. Uh, we, <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> um, I'm a huge horror movie fan, but I've been getting bored with the majority of the horror movies that have been coming out in the past few years. I guess he's m- mostly talking about the mainstream ones, but um, while I do love re- some recent ones like The Babadook and It Follows... Oh, I like Babadook. I do too. Uh, I was wondering what your thoughts are on the genre. See? It's all, all relating. Well... Um, <laughs> It seems like a lot of a t- quote-unquote typical horror movie fan immediately writes off films like the ones I just mentioned, as well as others such as Under the Skin and The Witch, because they argue they're not outwardly... Is Under the Skin a horror movie? I would say it is. Mm-hmm. Yes and no. I would say totally. Uh, I would just say it's crap. I'd, oh, Jesus. <laughs> Brilliant. I love Under the Skin. We'll get there. Yeah. The um, I think it's generally sci-fi. Anyhow. As As others such as Under the Skin and The Witch... Because they argue they're not outwardly scary, again, quote-unquote. So what type of horror films do you prefer? How do you define a scary horror movie? And do you think there is a big divide between mainstream fans who only seem to like the entries like Insidious and The Conjuring 
as opposed to people like me who like both. And what's your all-time favorite one? Thanks for the show. My mom, the Tyler from Maine. The, the people who the Conjuring is about, they visited my mom's high school and they like talked about the ghost stuff. How do you know? How do you have all these <laughs> incredible things happening <laughs> in your no. life? <laughs> yeah, jeez. I think my mom did. My mom. Uh, but you're still related. Yeah. Yeah, but no, they when they six talked about of it. Separation. They when they talked about it, and my mom was like kind of iffy about that kind of stuff. Well, they told, and then my mom, she's had weird like dolls falling off the wall and stuff. And they're like, yeah, that's normal. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, apparently they had the nice little. <laughs> um. Yeah. So bonded over that. I mean, so I'd say I'm I'm a pretty big fan of the Babadook and it follows, and then under the skin is probably I think it's not because this is kind of where I dip my I have an argument with people who argue these movies aren't horror really because like i don't define being scared as like sitting in my seat cowering like oh my god i'm so scared yeah. or or jumping i that's more of a i'm startled by the conjuring but i'm not really scared by it it's just and the issue with at least jump scare movies is the second they're over they're out of my brain completely yeah whereas i've only seen the babadook once and that was maybe two years ago and it's still i still kind of li- think about it every once in a while when I saw Dark Tower, they had the It trailer, right? Oh, yeah. And I was, like, didn't think it was scary. And my mom, like, laughed and stuff. And then when the lights went down, I got really scared. <laughs> <laughs> and I realized it was because of that movie. Yeah. I could see, like, in the me in the back of the theater, and all of a sudden I hear this huge scream as the lights go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, Maybe you were in there and Chloe was in there. Yeah. And you just, I was, she was actually I was yelling a 10-year-old at the boy. people yeah. Yeah, in the back. Um... But I think a lot of these movies are... I mean, I prefer to, like movies that are even just tonally horror films. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Under the Skin is quite disturbing. Yeah. And I'm not... It's not scary, but it's, like, very unsettling. It's very... Like, well, that's, that's what I like. Is, I'm not, I've never been a big horror guy. Mm-hmm. Just because, uh, you know, the... the What is it? The gore porn or whatever it was called back torture in the porn? torture, torture porn. porn thank you like, like rob the zombie eli roth stuff no oh, it wasn't that's rob what i zombie. think of when i think of horror so maybe it's my viewpoint is wrong i'm not crazy saw, but that is the stuff i think shouldn't exist well saw and hostile like, I like scream those, those are those are awful that's a good one. that stuff is just awful that's mm-hmm. what i mean that's awful yeah i can't yeah. uh i mean um, i was Jake i grew up in the Swafford 80s likes those a lot the... you like those no, no, no. D- a different Jacob, oh. sorry. <laughs> he, another Jacob who wants to come sorry, on the show, Jacob. honestly. So. Don't blame um, him. Yeah. <laughs> He's going to kill one, us all. One Jacob for I mean, I grew, I grew up in the 80s, and that was all uh, Friday the 13th, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, oh, I saw that uh, movie. I Hellraiser. And I've seen most of those films and sort of the slasher flicks. I like, the, uh, I like some of the older ones. Not they're, not really neat. Nightmare on Elm campy. Street had good effects, though. I was impressed. Hmm? Yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street. I like, just watched it. Yeah. Like, I mean, for its time, ago. it had pretty decent yeah. effects. But, but like it's... Marshmallow Stairs. Yeah. I liked it. I have a big but, issue uh, with that movie. I'll talk about it in a second. But, but it's stupid. It's, yes. It's very, no, no. There's just one scene I hate. I mean, they were slasher flicks. Um... And they were more for scary because some guy's going to jump out at you with a machete kind of thing. Whereas now I, I think of the, what they're doing with a lot of these films now, like The Witch, I guess you could say Under the Skin because tonally it's, although I think it's sci-fi, tonally it's, it's I think it's horror in a totally sense. setting out to unsettle you. Yeah. You know. Um, and some of these other films, they do some really uh, fascinating things in terms of uh it's more 
it's more sort of supernatural. Something's crawling through the walls. Something's lurking under the floor. You mm-hmm. never, you, you always catch it out of the corner of your eye, but it's not, it builds on fear. It builds on anxiety rather than sort of a visceral, like chop slice, having to look at somebody be eviscerated. I think that that's just cheap. That's just cheap yeah. stunt. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think a lot of what they're doing with the horror films now, where it's 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 more eerie. And I haven't seen Bobby Duker at Falls, but I've heard both of them quite, quite good. Like, he's a gay icon. <laughs> what? Yeah. Wait, the 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 creature that Bobby Duker? Yeah. 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 I'm curious. No. How did that happen? Uh, the the, the Bobby Duke was uh, through a Netflix coding error was mistakenly placed in the the. The gay and lesbian section of Netflix. <laughs> so, nice. so he became this sort of icon for the community. That's awesome. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. Yep. Uh, but I, I, there are a few other films that I, I'd like to see that are actually horror films. And that's that's very out of the ordinary for me to say, to say that I actually want to see a horror, horror films. Movie? Is what? Hush. Yeah. Yeah. That's even a movie. It's, see, a and thriller. Would you say Shutter Island is a horror movie? I'd say it's... No. No. I'd say totally it is. What about... Um, it's definitely trying to be. I mean, you can't... What about that. the one that you were just... Ta- um, the witch? The Cure for Wellness. Cure for wellness. Oh, yeah. Oh. Uh, I had a friend that it's... called it Cure for Wellness a less scary Shutter Island. Really? <laughs> that kind of makes sense. I mean, the, the, so, the thing is for me, I like... I perfectly happy to watch a horror movie but it's i if i'm not outwardly scared all the time that doesn't mean it's not a good horror yes, movie. yes exactly like the babadook and mm-hmm. it follows and a lot of the end under the skin they all have really good performances they have interesting character stories themes and i will <laughs> i will watch a good movie <laughs> no we're will, going back to three <laughs> i will watch a good movie regardless of the genre as yeah. opposed to other films that set out specifically i'm gonna make a horror movie yeah you know, as opposed to a director saying, I want to make a good movie. Mm-hmm. And I like the, the horror genre. Yeah, not, not crazy about it. It's a horror comedy. Cabinet, I haven't seen it. I'm just not crazy I've heard about it's it. pretty Curious. good. The one that My was just out really with uh, Joel Edgerton. No, oh, it comes, it comes at night? Oh, that's It Comes at Night. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've heard that that's really spectacular. Yeah. yeah I did enjoy it. Yeah. Um, there's another one that I wanted to see a few years back. What was it called? Empty Grave, Shallow Grave, something like that. Shallow, Shallow Grave, grave. Sounds yeah. Better, yeah, with Charlotte. It was Charlotte Copley, wasn't it? Oh God. And it's a guy. <laughs> it's like Charlotte. Nothing besides District Nine and Chappie. Like Old Boy. Free Fire. Oh, and Free Fire. Eighteen. <laughs> Haven't seen it. I saw the Eighteen in theaters. Uh, that's the way to go. <laughs> oh shit! I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> but um. I forget what it's called. I should look this up or ask Will because he saw this at Nevermore, which is the yearly horror film festival that they have here in Chapel Hill. And um, well, it's just like some kind of underground I've never been a part of. I oh, guess yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, it's it's interesting. They have it. Yeah, every year, uh, UNC campus Nevermore Film Festival. Look it up on UNC campus. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, they rent out some of the buildings. What a there. joke! I was well, never Jacob, invited. Um, what? What's your? I mean, do you enjoy like the more mainstream ones as well, or do um, you do you prefer like a more indie one like the Babadook? Well, I think horror is like a complex genre. There's so many different types, you know. And I, I think a movie that perfectly encapsulates this question that came out recently is It Comes at Night, because it's been getting a lot of hate because that, that movie was uh, for whatever reason it was like one of the 
like, A24 has been getting a lot more, like, marketing budget mm -hmm. recently. So, like, they've been marketing their movies a lot more heavily to, like, a wider audience. So, like, It Comes at Night was marketed very poorly as, like, a monster movie. And then, of course, I don't know if any of you have seen it. Yeah. But, um, you know, like, spoiler alert, there there is no, like, physical monster in that movie. Mm -hmm. they, they don't ever show it. It's more of, like, mistrust and suspense and, like, the feelings of horror like the feelings that you can't trust the people around you or trust the world around you and things like that and uh you know when i think of horror i think of like mainstream horror classic horror horror comedies and like indie horror it's like mm. the four like sub genres i think of when i think of horror i think a lot of mainstream horror these days is is just like schlock you know like you go on netflix or amazon or any instant streaming service and you look at the horror genre I mean, and terrible. it's like 90 percent of them you don't even recognize like what yeah. even is this when was this made you know and it's all just like it's all terrible it's mm. all terrible Krampus. because like Mm -hmm. You know, hey, I, I like Krampus. Five stars. <laughs> I love Five stars. But the further this podcast goes on, the more we disagree. Yeah, <laughs> but, it's okay. But um, that's what we like. Uh, like uh, I do like the indie horror. Like it follows and it comes at night under the skin. You know, but just because it it puts more emphasis on like the emotions of horror instead of like you know. Because like, when you think of, like, classic horror, like Universal Monsters and Friday the 13th and, and Nightmare on Elm Street, which are two of the biggest franchises in existence, like, the, they focus a little bit more on, like, not showing you much, mm -hmm. you know? And, and then I think we've circled back around to that with indie horror, whereas, like, mainstream horror is still stuck in the, we have to show you the monster, it's on screen, it's in your face, but is it scary? No, not really. You know, like, the off-screen dread is what I think more, like, makes a horror movie. Yeah. That's why I'm more of a fan of, like, the indie horror movies these days. Mm -hmm. And, like, a movie like the Blair Witch remake, I didn't actually enjoy that because I thought Adam Winger did a good job with, like, keeping it off-screen. And then he shows it at the end, but, like, I thought it was, like, it was time to show it. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it, it was, like, a solid, like, monster movie. Mm -hmm. But, but, I don't know, the biggest problem with horror is it's just become, like, franchised. Yeah, you know, yeah. like like look at Friday the Thirteenth and Nightmare on Elm Street. After now. like after like the first three, they just went completely off the rails. You know, like all the rest of the Friday the Thirteenth movies, all the rest of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, they just went completely off the rails. Like mm. it, they don't even make any sense anymore when and you get the, towards like the end. I mean, this week we're having a sequel to a spinoff come out for The Conjuring. Yeah. So Annabelle. Oh, Annabelle. Yeah. And then yeah. Creation. The, the Conjuring, yeah. I think, is one of the one of the best horror, modern horror movies I've ever seen. Yeah, like Whereas it. The Conjuring 2, I think, is one of the best horror comedies I've ever seen. And I, I think James Wan, like, knows that. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. I, I, I... I think I, he intended to make a horror comedy. I mean, I, I enjoy The Conjuring as well. I mean, I don't mean to be hating on that, but... And it's just... Uh, I enjoy it, but again, it's it's out of my brain. I've seen it three times, maybe, and I can't remember anything about it. Whereas, mm -hmm. you know, like, I was just talking about The Babadook. I can still think about what that movie is saying and doing and... For gay rights. Uh, as far as my... For gay rights, <laughs> mostly. As far as, like, one of my favorites, I guess, either, like, The Conjuring or The Fly or something. The Fly is With great. Jeff With Jeff Goldblum? The, the, the original or the... Um, the original... The Cronenberg one. No, yeah, the Cronenberg one. That's not the original. Yeah, the yeah there's one in the, the 50s. The Cronenberg one is the remake, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because Cronenberg... Well, not the remake of the remake. Cronenberg's one of my favorite horror... Like, I love video drum and things like that. Mm. So, yeah. Naked Life. Like... Yeah, like he, he I does. Love, the, I love doing that, by the way. He does the body horror stuff, stuff <laughs> good, like good. Like it's not just torture porn. It's like it's like unsettling body horror. You know, like like we were talking about Eli Roth. Oh, she hates no, body horror. Glass, yes. She hates body we were horror. talking about Eli Roth. I, I hate. Eli Let's Roth. Let's not talk about Eli Roth's yeah. an idiot. And, you know, like I mean, yeah, I'm sorry it's if you're just tacky. But, you know. 
Yeah. Well, like like well, Eli, Eli Eli just like, I saw the Green Inferno. Like yeah, uh, when, I did too. When it made its theatrical run, and I was just like, what? Like what am I watching? I, like it's just I, I I didn't have an issue with the horror as much. It's just I just found it to be very the cheaply made. The first kill was the most brutal thing I've ever seen on screen. But the rest was I'm like out. very. My, the rest was very poorly. Yeah, we, well, we won't I know go nothing into about it. it. Very my stomach already hurts. Yeah. There's like a, there's like a five minute like poop joke. Oh, let's not. Let's not. <laughs> no, thank <laughs> you. Oh, no. Chloe, what 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 about you? Like what? <laughs> uh, in terms of horror, I just I just wanted to if I could jump in here quickly. This is that's why. Um, I was remembering the Charlotte Copley film. It's called Open Grave, and the quick IMDb blurb says, A man wakes up in the wilderness in a pit full of dead bodies with no memory and must determine if the murderer is one of the strangers who rescued him or, or, or if he himself is the killer. Oh, God. I so it's kind of like memento horror film. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but, yeah, Chloe, do you have any... Nope. Nope. Um, but I mean, for me, like, Psycho is probably one of my, my favorite horror films. Yeah, I love Psycho. And I'm not like, after I watch it, I'm like, oh, God, I'm so scared. But it's, it's so my... <laughs> riveting, and it's, and it's not just trying to be a horror film. So, and Under the Skin is one of my favorites, too. Like, like scenes, like, still linger with me, like the, uh, where the guy walks past the, the crying baby on the beach at night and just doesn't, mm-hmm. you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Is, way more scary than anything all of insidious or all of you know all yeah. these other ones like so. a more like a more view on like the nature of man yeah more and less cure for wellness even i mean it's not that scary but it's i think at times it's unsettling it's, yeah it's a horror film i think in many ways dane dehan's hair would scare me enough probably. yeah and <laughs> amazing spider-man too it's a yeah. it's a horror film yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, i forgot he was in that. yeah yeah Gary osborne you're hair, a fake Spider-Man. Hair, hair <laughs> Good one. Uh, but yeah. Uh, that was, was the only question? Only, yep, only two so far. Oh, uh, okay, cool. Or for this week. Thanks, Tyler and John. John Byrne. John Byrne. John Byrne. John Byrne. John Byrne. John Byrne. <laughs> Sounds like an old, old, old song or something. John Byrne. Yeah, Brian. I think it's Byrne. It's just like R Y. Bryn? That'd be Bryn. John Bryn. (laughs) (laughs) Henry apologizes for butchering your name. Sorry, John Bryn. Butchering. Yeah. Feel free to send us a a pronunciation of your name. So, okay. (laughs) Um, All right, well, with all that done, we can just do our picks of the week, I guess. Um, And Jacob, you've, you've listened to the social, I guess you know. We just do like. Something we've been watching, and since I guess you haven't been on the show yet, you can just, anything you've been watching over the last few weeks or summer or Ever. anything. Um, so what would be something you'd recommend people you've been checking out lately? Hmm. Um, I know we were talking about this a little earlier. Like, I, I haven't really been, I've, I haven't been on my movie kick lately. I've kind of just been watching a lot of new releases. Uh, I haven't really watched much, much old stuff, but... I guess I'd just recommend like Atomic Blonde. It's one of the new releases yes! I've seen. She uh, loves that one. I'd, rec- yes! I'd recommend that. That was that was great. And uh, you know, War of the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. It's a great end of the franchise. You know, like um, yeah. I don't know. I've really been watching much yeah. much from the past. Yeah. So yeah, and I mean, I think both of those are still in, in theaters. So I mean, you can mm-hmm. if you're mm-hmm. listening and you haven't seen those yet, you should definitely try and check them out. So, um, Braden, what about you? 
I, I can't plug the big stick enough. Oh, right, I yeah. Mean, I mean, I, I watched that, and I thought it was just a really touching film, and I thought it was very subtle, and I thought the performances were great. And really, the only thing that, that moderately annoyed me was the, the ending of the film, because it just seemed too cute, too clever. But um, even so, it, it wasn't... It wasn't enough to detract from the rest of the film. It wasn't. It wasn't awful. I didn't watch it and have like a, oh, that was so. <laughs> you know, it didn't feel oh, like a, somebody had punched me in the gut or something. Yes. Yeah, you didn't have was, physical pain like the. No. Yeah. It was kind of oh well. This is this is too neat. This is too cute. This is too clever. Uh, but it's still. I thought it was uh, overall just a spectacular film. Camille Nanjani, I liked him a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Zoe Kazan and I've, I've got to say Ray Romano Helen Hunt spectacular chemistry as, as her parents they were so good so can't plug that enough still watching The Strain and I actually am looking forward to super super excited about seeing a series uh, speaking of Stephen King and all the stuff he's got going on there's a, a short series I think a 10 episode series coming out based on uh, one of his novels called Mr. Mercedes oh I've heard about that yeah, yeah which is about a fellow who's a serial killer uh, who apparently runs over people in his car. Just a nice fella. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So just a nice fella. Yeah, a nice, nice guy. Fella. Vehicular serial killing. Nice. Um, <laughs> and, uh, but it's got, the, the cast sounds spectacular. Oh, yeah. Uh, Brendan Gleeson, Mary Louise Parker. I love a Gleeson. Uh, mm-hmm. Any yeah. Gleeson. Harry Treadaway. I love uh, him. Yeah, he plays, he plays he really the killer. He punched his... his twin over no one cares about luke anymore they're identical twins <laughs> they're both actors well scarlett johansson has a twin a fraternal an twin. identical yeah. twin and who's no, a identical. boy it's fraternal, exactly yeah. he's a boy also he's not an actor is he so there you go no scarlett so. johansson's twin i thought i thought it was he, she had a sister <laughs> no, it's no a boy. It's, it's a boy, a boy? It's oh a boy. All right. i don't know she had a twin yeah i stand corrected i have a twin oh yeah fraternal Nice. Did you? you push him over for your acting career? <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. It's coming any day now. Uh, uh, podcast career. Yeah. <laughs> day one. Uh, but yeah, Mr. Mercedes is super excited about it. Um, I forget her name, but the actress who actually played the mother, speaking of Charlie Sheen, in Two and a Half Men. I always liked her a lot. I thought mm. she was spectacular. Oh, yeah. I know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, she's in Mr. Mr. Mercedes as well. Nice. So, cast looks spectacular. Interesting. I, I like uh, sort of crime thriller dramas as well. That was my other big genre that I really uh, am, am into these days is uh, the crime thriller things. Zodiac, Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a pretty broad spectrum. I, again, Sicario. Which has a Western sensibility, but it's also still sort of a crime film. Yeah. Film. Um, so, uh, yeah. Anyhow, so Mr. Mercedes, I'm going to be looking forward to that. But mm-hmm. but uh, What's that big show sick. On? Um, it's weird. I just heard about this the other day. Directv, right? Apparently had a network for subscribers it was like the direct tv subscriber network i think is what it was called yeah we have that do you yeah you're so cool it was bought <laughs> well it was, apparently was bought out by at&t we have that too and now <laughs> it's fine. called <laughs> it's called the at&t something 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 and it's being this is like their first big attempt at something like this hmm. uh so they're following the footsteps of everyone else like fx 
uh, HBO, Showtime, you know, with series, you know, Game of Thrones and uh, uh, Fargo and Fargo. You have to say uh, it like that. True Detective. I, I saw Fargo the other. <laughs> I, yeah, well, I saw Fargo the other Fargo. day. Well, that's, I keep trying to get Mary to watch it because she's actually from Minnesota. It's so good. Yeah. Oh, it's spectacular. All three seasons. Have been <laughs> why didn't what is, why didn't the nice listener put Fargo on the list? <laughs> I got Fargo. Oh, I guess we do always always, always even do we? Fargo. We, we we mention Fargo a lot. Oh, Fargo. Fargo. I, I haven't started it yet, but I want to. The first season. Oh, I've seen the first season. It's so great. good. It's so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, Chloe. You betcha. Yeah. You betcha. You betcha. Uh, ah, geez. Ah, geez. <laughs> uh, Chloe, what about you? You've been checking out anything? Get Shorty. It's really good. I need to see that. With Ray Romano Super and Chris excited. O'Dowd. Like Chris O'Dowd. Super good. And um, it's really old, but speaking of Idris Elba, Luther, if you haven't seen Luther... Oh yeah, great show. Great show. I think that's on Netflix. So it is on Netflix. Yeah. Um, that's something I need to. Beast of No Nation. I need oh, to that's see. a good one. <gasps> oh, it's intense though. It's so yeah. good though. Yeah, that'd be a good one to review mm. at some point. Do like a retro review. That would be cool. Um, but oh yeah, so I since I was kind of bedridden this past week, I just watched like had nothing to do but watch things, and I watched this documentary by this guy named Frederick Wiseman. I don't know if any of you have heard of him. He's been making movies for like decades now, and so he's done a lot. But um, this is the first one I've seen, and it's only on DVD. I know, Chloe, disgusting. It's gross. <laughs> Ew, DVD. Blah. I want everyone to know that I made literally no facial expression. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're also staring off and like to, to the left <laughs> a little bit. Like you're just kind of like. I just do that. Yeah, and I know it was a nice response, um, and it's. And I had to buy it on Amazon, and so it's not that easily accessible because I think this director, the only way he gets money for his movies is he owns the distribution to all of them. Right. And so he doesn't really have them on streaming services or Blu-ray or anything. Not yet, at least. Um, but it's called La Danse, and it's French, like L-A-D-A. The dance? Yeah, but it's, it has La an dance. S. Yeah, it has an S instead of a C. It's D-A-N-S-E, La Danse. Okay. Yeah, but it's um, about... Um, I just picked it because it was kind of long and it's kind of interesting, but um, <laughs> it's about the French uh, or the Parisian uh, opera ballet company. Uh-huh. And it's he, most of his movies are all about essentially just putting the cameras in a certain setting. Like a, there's one called Boxing Gym, which is all about a boxing like workout gym. And then there's one called High School, which is all about high school. And it's like... And there's one called... Kenny um, just loves the menace stuff. He, he, just, one called Crazy Horse, which is, like, about a burlesque club. Like, it's essentially, like, if you have interest in a certain subject, he'll put just put it in the... And you can learn all about these It's like my sister places. has those for, like, bird's nests, where they have, like, the cameras facing, like, bird's nests. And you watch... Yeah, <laughs> so... Like. But this one is... Um, it's it, You watch, like, people rehearsing and putting on these shows and talking about the responsibilities of being, like one of the best companies in the world and what that's an honor and it's also like an incredible challenge and so it really just depends on the, on your interest in the subject matter which I'm not like you know obsessed with ballet Henry but he loves the dance I love ballet so much and I <laughs> no um Henry's actually Billy Elliot yeah <laughs> Um, but I... Then you know Jamie Bell. Yeah. You say Jamie okay. Bell. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's yeah. another one, Jamie Bell. Um, so, but it's, um, I just have an interest in how, like, productions like a film or TV show or Broadway show or 
or even like an opera just comes into being and it's very interesting he should make one about this podcast yeah called podcast. Fascinating. <laughs> yeah. podcast the podcast the podcast <laughs> <laughs> put a camera uh, right in the middle of yeah just exactly. yeah kind of slowly spin you know yeah. um but it's it's an interesting it's well made and it's if you have an interest in the subject matter then i would check it out like i have a friend who does ballet and i doubt she's listening but you should watch this if you haven't seen it um but yeah and it, it's frederick wiseman he's done a lot of different movies and a lot like he did one in a prison did one at you know, a university and all these things. And so he's done a lot of different things, but may check out more, may not, but it's an interesting movie called La Dance. So on DVD, fucking racket, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, that's, that's my, otherwise I was just kind of watching reruns of stuff. And so I don't have a, t- a ton. Oh, and Detroit, which, Oh yeah. Um, I guess. Did we, you see it? No, I haven't. I really wanted to, um, I should prioritize that over anything else because I'm a huge Catherine Bigelow fan. But, um, but yeah, so I guess um, that can lead us just... I guess that's about it for what we have. I watched The Parent Trap recently. <laughs> oh, oh, wait, did you go? The one with Lindsay. Uh, did, did you have a pick of the week yet? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, I was just making sure I didn't forget. Uh, I was just, okay. just going to say that oh, I yeah. watched The Parent Trap recently. Oh, nice. The one with Lindsay Lohan because my, my girlfriend wanted to watch it. We watched it on VHS. Back when she was cute before she hit the bottle. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, she was actually, when she was sober and paid attention, she was actually a pretty good actress. I remember the uh, Prairie Home Companion film that she did. Yeah. Mm. That was actually really was good. Freaky Friday. I, I do. Oh, yeah, Freaky Friday. film. Garrison Keillor is a great guy. He, he is. I I still like the show. I think Chris Seeley's good. I don't, you know, I yeah. I don't I don't think he's quite as popular as Garrison, but I still like him. I, I forgot that Chris Seeley took over because he's yeah. like punch, punch Brothers. You know, that's that's interesting. Yep. I don't know what you're talking about. They're talking about. How about bluegrass. Oh bluegrass. shit. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so, all right, but I guess I can just. I guess that's about it. Um, but I guess since I mean I saw Detroit, I think it make for a really interesting discussion. Brittany, you were talking about if. We, if we were, you're wondering if we were going to review it, so maybe we can do Detroit maybe next week and sure. maybe add something else on. So um, what, Whatever. Maybe I'm, any excuse to go see film. I was going to see Detroit anyways. Because there's not much coming out this but, week that's going to be around here, I think. A lot of indie releases, but not much that's probably going to be showing here. So I don't know what's coming up in terms of indie releases. I don't know Wind, what's coming to the Chelsea. Pretty soon. Wind River. Good time. And, uh, oh, Wind River. Yeah, I really want to see that. Logan Lucky comes up soon. Yeah, yeah Logan Lucky's very soon. I know. Um, oh yeah, that's that's the week after next, so we'll definitely yeah. do that. Um, but yeah, so probably do Detroit because um, that's def- yeah definitely would make for a good discussion. Uh, and we'll again keep you updated on if we have any plans for the Steven Soderbergh um, show, the special show or whatever. We need to come up with a name for it, but. Um, if we ever get that around to doing that, maybe, maybe not. We'll see. Everybody's busy, so. Should do a special 24-hour podcast. Just 24 hours straight? Yeah. Yeah. Like be... people, like people do for, like, streams and stuff. That'd be Just great. Do a special 24-hour podcast. <laughs> like Katy Perry. Yeah. Call it, like, the A to Z podcast. Oh, yeah. Pick a movie for each letter. Just go through it. Like, they go through the shows, like, hour and a half, two hours, 24 <laughs> hours. <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. Set, set ourselves apart but um all right do y'all have anything else you want to mention not, no no <laughs> not at this time i think we've pretty much covered the yeah. bases we ran a little long but um you know that's i guess we you know have a guest on that'll do it 
So, um, but in a good way. So good luck in the editing room. Yeah. Uh, thank you. <laughs> and it's yeah. probably also this room. <laughs> no, it's actually the other room. With my, it gotta be around my Blu-rays. So. Oh. <laughs> DVDs. Yeah. No, no, there aren't DVDs in there. Are you no. Oh, oh, and you can take the girlfriend experience with you. Okay. That's a movie. <laughs> Not. It's a movie. <laughs> um, okay. So, Jacob, thanks so much for being on, man. Yeah. Feel free to come great. back anytime. Yeah. Uh, but, um, loved having you and Braden, Chloe, as always. Great to see you. <laughs> Such sincerity. <laughs> Just a real swell time. And Braden, I'll, I'll see you at work. <laughs> yeah. Sometime in the next couple of days. Yeah. So, uh, and Chloe, you're going to go off and do your, you have your teaching? Can't talk about it. <laughs> oh, is that today? Huh? Is that today? By jury duty? Yeah. It's already happened. I know, I was going to say, are you going to go off and do your teaching stuff today? Yeah. Cool. Actually. Really cool. Fun to fiery? <laughs> mm-hmm. You're going to do like a whole ghost thing? We do make porcelain ghosts around. Yeah. Um, Did you take one off Casey Affleck's, uh, you know? Well, I, I was thinking ghost with Demi Moore and oh, right. what's his face? Oh my god, I hate it when people... Jeez, oh. <laughs> man. No, you don't so understand. Easy. You don't understand. People think it's like it's cute, right? But they don't have to deal with it all the time. Like People book like an hour for just them and their like husband uh, or wife. And they always play that song and it's not funny. What? That's <laughs> so awful. <laughs> I hate those people. I don't even know them and I hate them. <laughs> So much more than you. What song? What song? <laughs> you know that song, but what? It's Mom. like, yeah. what is it? Unchained. Unchained melody. Yes. Uh, I think I've heard of that. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. You know when they're doing the? Have you seen Ghost? When yeah. they play in the you background, Patrick Swayze's all like this shirtless, biggest, stubbly dead oh, guy. Yeah. This is my biggest pet peeve: is people never learn, bother to learn how to throw when they're thrown in a movie. It happens a lot. But anyway. Hmm. Huh. Yeah. Okay. She's talking about <laughs> throwing pottery on a potter's wheel. Yeah, sorry. And not, not the finished product, not like throwing vases at a wall to smash them. That too. After we'll have to do a spinoff song. like a Potter uh, podcast. We're Talk doing about- a Harry Pottery camp. Harry nice. Pottery Camp. I'm so excited. You're going to make ceramic snitches? You have no idea. I'm oh, so God. excited. Potter and Pottery, the podcast. Yeah. That'd be a good Talk one. Talk about Harry Potter and Pottery. Mm-hmm. While you're making it, that'd be kind of cool. Yeah, I could do that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, thank you so much for tuning in. Uh, we really hope you enjoyed it. Some We had plenty of good discussions. And again, feel free to send us ever, anything you'd like, questions and comments, gift baskets, fruit fruit baskets. But it doesn't make sense, but it's fine. Send it to the Chelsea Theater Yeah. in Chapel Hill. He Braden really will, wants it, guys. Braden, mm. Braden will eat it. <laughs> I'm all about some fruit bouquets. Yeah. Animal <laughs> uh, arrangements. Yeah. That's it. Thank you. I can never remember what they're called. <laughs> All <arrangements>. right. <laughs> uh, yeah, so filmbuds.com. We have the website as well. Check check out us. Check us out there. Uh, not literally, but the website. <laughs> and all right. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next week. Bye.